beautiful sisters. This is Sasha from South Beach. You are the moon of my life. That is all I know and all I need to know. And if it is a dream, I'll kill any man who tries to wake me. Love you, sisters. Hi, sisters. This is Mary leaving my tagline. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Hello, sisters. It's Bunny from New York. I'm calling in to leave my tagline. It's a quote from Sansa Stark. Oh, there are none. All right, can't wait for the podcast. Bye. Hey, sisters, this is Alex the Tax Man, first of his name, from Memphis. Chaos isn't the pit. Chaos is a ladder. Only the ladder is real. The climb is all there is. Hi, sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy from New Jersey. Oh, Vicerion. Regal. Oh, fuck. Hi, everyone. This is Christine from the UK, and you are listening to the Sister Speak podcast, Game of Thrones. A man is not Jack and Nagar. He is no one. Hey, this is Sessie from Georgia. Oh, a monster? You should speak to me more softly then. Monsters are dangerous and kings are dying like flies. Noble lords and ladies of Fan, you have the pleasure of being in the presence of J and K of the House Sister, the first of their name, the unhurried, occasionally inebriated queens of podcast. Khaleesi's of exuberant catchinations, breakers of long-ass emails, and mothers of long-ass podcasts. Hey sisters, this is Orande calling from Detroit. The Sister Speak family can be a bit like the free folk, loyal to their own. Hi, this is Joy from Southern California. Cersei, the Mountain, Walder Frey, Marin Trant. People who leave their blinds open at night, don't wash their hands after using the restroom, and leave long-ass emails. This is Brother Ray from St. Louis. If you dare rate the Sister Speak podcast, that's a five stars. You are a liar. This is Stephen from Oxford, England, and Bron was wrong. That's not Jamie fucking Lannister. That's the fucking Sister Speak podcast. Hi, this is Jackie from Silicon Valley. The night is dark and full of terrors. If you don't punctuate your long-ass letters. You are listening to the Sister Speak Nation with Sister Jay Lannister and Sister K Targaryen. I'm Robert from the Bay Baratheon, and I pledge my life and honor to the Night's Watch for this night and all the nights to come. And now my watch begins. How you doing, sisters? This is Abraham calling from Oceanside, California. Hi. Will be your champion. Hey, hello, sisters and sister speak family. This is Gabriel from Belgium. What is the closest thing to the sisters in Game of Thrones? Well, dragons. Why? They are awesome. You can't mess with them, and sometimes they throw fire at you. Hi, sisters. Monique from Pennsylvania here. Don't let them see their tears. He told me. They're nasty little shits, and nasty little shits aren't worth crying over. Thanks, bye! Hi sisters, this is Stephanie from PA. There is only one true god of death, and you already know his name. 
And what do we say to the God of death? Not today. Thanks, sisters. Bye. Hello, this is Chocolate Bill from Costa Mesa, California. And as Ned Stark so often said, the man who passes the sentence should swing the sword. Hello, and this is Solano from NYC, and you're listening to Sit to Speak Podcast, Game of Thrones. So keep calm and the mantra by combat. Hello, sisters. This is Victoria from England, sending you my Khaleesi tagline. Very well. Do what you do best. Take off your clothes. Hi, Sister Speak family. Liz calling from Seattle. Welcome home, Lady Stark. The North remembers. He murdered my father. If I ever see him, I'll split him in two. And then I'll give him your regard. Welcome to Sister Speak Game of Thrones, where we discuss the HBO series Game of Thrones, season five, from a, <laughs> from a sister's point of view. <laughs> I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 36. Let's get started. Oh my goodness, Sister Jay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. That's like the fifth time we try to do this damn thing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I just got the giggles. You know, when you get the giggles, you just can't stop. You can't stop. Anyway. Oh, All right. Funny. Okay, so. Tell the episode stuff. Yes, we're going to be talking about episode five titled. Kill the boy. Kill the boy. And um, before we get started, Sister J, your beverage of the week. Oh, let's see. What did I have? Hmm. I'm trying to remember. I think I had my uh, uh, my old standby, my favorite red wine, the Yano Sweet Red. Okay. That's the beverage of the week. Gotcha. This week, I think I'll be drinking some whiskey. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm going to need something stronger for some shit to coming up. <laughs> yeah. Why? What you, well, don't tell us what you know. No. But anyway. anyway. All right. Okay. Well, let's start with Daenerys. Okay. I guess we must. Oh, you want to start somewhere else? Oh, that's fine. Okay. Well, first of all, it, it was good to know that Grey Worm is not dead. He ain't dead. No. Which I thought anyway, but. Masande is sitting by his side, looking worried and upset. She's keeping vigil. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Daenerys looking at Sir Barristan laid out. Mm-hmm. And she's looking pissed. Well, she ought to be looking guilty. Well. Because it was her ass that started the whole shebang going. And then here comes, what's his name? What's his name? His dar. His dar, talk about, I'm sorry, you're my queen. And I don't, this is what I want to know. Did they summon, did she summon him? Because there were two guards with him, or did he just come on his own? I don't know. See, we don't know that. Yeah. I don't know. So, she. I, I think he came on his own. See, that's what Because he's thinking. always there. Lurking and shit. Uh, uh, yeah, whining and pleading for, for some shit. Yeah. And so, she's like, Sir Barristan the Bold. That's what he was called. He was. He should have died on a battlefield or something. Well, I mean, she said he crossed several continents just to come she, serve me. He crossed me. the narrow sea. 
And now... He died in the alley. Yeah, in the alley. butchers with masks. Mm-hmm. And the fake Dario says, look... Let me well, tell you, this is the second me, smart let, thing he said. Let me tell you what you need to do. You need to pull everybody back up here into this pyramid. We got it all safe and covered. And then let me take some men and we'll go neighborhood by neighborhood and clean the shit out. Yep. And that's what she should have done. She should have said, yeah. But she said, no, I have a better idea. No, what she said was, gather all the leaders of the, of the, what is it, the main families Mm -hmm. and bring them to me. Bring the head, yeah. The heads of all the great families to me. Right. And so then his His daughter, he says, well, I'm the head of a great family. And she just looks at him. So the guards snatch him up. Well, the guards snatch him up because Dario gives the head nod. And they go and round up all the heads of the families, and they go. This is. I was upset by this. I did not like this shit. And only because. Well, okay. So they go to the catacombs where she's got the two babies. The two dragon babies. This pissed me off because the babies are still chained. Still chained. Still in the fucking catacombs in the fucking dark. And she's giving this fucking speech about. A mother cares for her children. A mother, well, a mother about, does. Uh, a mother this. doesn't give up on her children. Yeah, well, you done gave up on them. Yeah, by locking her bitch asses up. Hey, you know what? She, she, hey, that mad gene is coming out. <laughs> Let me tell you. She's like some say I should give up on my children, but a good mother never gives up on her children. She mm. disciplines them if she has to. Wait a minute, Wait, you bitch. ain't done shit. You don't got to discipline Viserion and the other one. Exactly. Drogon. Drogon, the one you need to get. He's the one that was burning up shit. Oh, I'm mad about that. I am mad about that. I don't give a fuck about these heads of family. Yeah. Burn their asses up. I don't fucking care. Yeah, she could have. I don't like the fact that she still got these motherfucking babies up in chains. Yep. And then she talking about with his dar. Well, maybe for another day I'll get you because. I don't want to overfeed them. What? Yeah, okay, and that's the other thing that this Oh, out. man, so I she, she pushes the men, makes them walk up. She pushes one fool out there, or has one of the guards push his ass yeah. out there. He gets burnt the fuck up by the, by the dragons and eaten. And while they're eating them, she's telling his star, oh, are you next? Maybe I'll let the dragons decide. And then he goes talking about Valar, uh, Valar Margolis. And so she says, hmm, well, maybe tomorrow. Don't want to overfeed them. What kind of shit what, what, is that what, what, to say about your children that you're talking about being a fucking good mother foe? You oh, know what? They I are, did not like hey, this at all. They, now, they are fucking up da- uh, Daenerys. They I'm must sorry. have the Walking Dead writers come up yeah, on Yeah, because now. they fucking it up. They don't know how to write women, apparently, because it's this apparently not. is redonk. It's, it's stupid. And, and, okay, first of all, the reason why it is so uncharacteristic, and that is she was Khaleesi. She had spent time with the Dothraki. She knows how to be more warrior. They showing her, like, this little pampered princess thing. Like, ooh, I got to get my way. You know what I mean? Oh, it's I just guess. ridiculous. It's just stupid. Oh, I don't like it. At I don't like all. it either. At all. So then um <clears throat> she, you know, takes them all out, watching, and then she watches them both. What's the other one's name? Viserion? Rhaegal. 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 Um, she's watching them eat the dude. Mm-hmm. And 
they're kind of, you know, talking back and forth to each other. And then she walks away, which actually this was an awesome scene when you look at it cinematically and the, and the special effects with the dragons and shit. I didn't like the scene, but I liked the fact that they were, you know, it was beautiful anyway. So then we see Masande again at Grey Worm's bedside. He kind of wakes up grabbing at, I think, a knife. Like, he's still trying to fight. And she's telling him, no, 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 you're okay. Mm-hmm. Calm down. And so then he said, he asked her, how long have I been, you know, here? And she's like, three days. Three he's been, days. Oh, three he's days. been out. So he asked her, Sir Barristan, and she, you know, shakes her head and looks really sad. So he says, I failed him. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of sad. He kind of rolls over. Well, he does. He he turns his back to her. Yes. And because she's like, he's like ashamed. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she tells him, uh, you didn't fail anyone. You were outnumbered. There was mm-hmm. nothing that you could do. And he says, I failed because when the knife went in, I was afraid. And she's like, well, all men fear death. He's like, no, not death. I was afraid I wouldn't get to see my Masande of... I- from that the island so of Noth again. That, that was, was so aww. sweet. Now that was the best scene. That was so cute. It was so sweet. So then she kind of, you could see her kind of tearing up. So she she goes and sits on the bed and then leans over and kisses him. That was so, so sweet. So I like that scene. It was yeah. very, very tender and very well done. Yeah. And you know, they didn't like rush it. No. Rush that scene. No. You know what I mean? They let the just. Yes. Flow it was very it was well flow. done. I thought very so too. well done. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. like that very much. So then we see Masande talking to Daenerys a little later, a little bit later, and and, um, and wait a minute, and Danny finally does what you suggested two two podcasts ago. How come she don't ask Masande to be an advisor? Well, because Masande kind of knows both sides of being exactly enslaved and also from being around all of the noble people. Exactly. And anyway, I don't remember saying that, but I yeah, probably you did. did. Okay. So anyway, so she does, she says, well, Masande, what do you, what would you do? What do you think? And Masande's like, Oh, I'm not qualified to be answering those kind of questions. Mm. And, and uh, Daenerys says, yeah, yeah, you are. I, I really want to know. And she tells her, well, you know, you've had these advisors around you. Sometimes you've taken their advice. Sometimes you haven't. And sometimes you've found another way that was better. So mm-hmm. from that, we see her walking to the crypts or the... Well, but she told her more than that because she let her know she, uh, that even though she had all these advisors around her, more times than not, she do the what third thing. What she wants thing. to do. Yeah, right. she does what she wants to do. Right. Period. And, and so... Uh, 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 and and which don't always. Danny said something, and she says, "Well, but you already know what you're going to do, that, mm. or something like that." Well, I don't remember that part, but so then Daenerys, we see her going to the jail cell where his dar is the dungeon, the dungeons, <clears throat> and he's crying, "No, no, please, please!" He thinks she's gonna go feed him to the dragons, and she tells him, "Um, you know what? You were right." I should have opened up. Well, first of all, the pit. she says, oh, I thought you wanted oh, to die. That's and right. he says, I just said that so I could be, I could say face in front of my people. And I'm yelling at the TV, you fucking punk. 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 He just said that so he wouldn't look weak, weak. in front of his other 
heads of the family. family, Yeah, I'm thinking shit. So she said, "Burn his ass up." That's what I'm saying. Damn. Because there's something shady shady about him. There's something shady about this fool. Yep. So and so, what does she say? She says, Mm -hmm. "I, you were correct. I should have given people. I ignored the people's traditions." I ignored the culture. So basically, mm. I'm going to open the fighting pits back up. Mm. And give, but it will only be free people, free men who are able to fight. Slavery will not come back to Marine as long as I live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, now Daenerys. So yeah. Making yeah. no fucking declarations and shit. Yeah. And then she says, and I'm going to tie myself to one of the great families uh, by marriage. And thankfully, there's already a suitor on his knees. Damn. And I'm thinking, motherfucker of anybody I not know it. this motherfucker. motherfucker and then she walks out and leaves and they leave the door open so obviously he knows he's done well first of all oh the first chance he get he gonna betray her ass of course and you done killed his daddy thank you oh hell but not only killed his daddy you had him crucified outdoors and stuff and he had to come beg you to, well, uh, so he could take his body down and bury it Oh, um, hell no. Hopefully, it's going to be a marriage on paper only. Because mm, mm, I mm. would not be trying to have sex with this motherfucker. Mm, mm, I would not mm. want to have kids with these, this motherfucker. Oh, she will. <sighs> so she will. Stupid. It is just the stupidest storyline. What are they doing to her storyline? I, I don't, don't get this shit. I don't know either. I don't get it. I don't get this shit. I it thought doesn't she make any leave. sense. The fact that she still has the two dragons tied up. Yeah. It pisses me off. I yeah. mean, you need to start letting them babies out. Yeah. You cannot keep them locked up forever. Discipline them. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to really not like Danny at all. Well. I'm hoping. She's this getting is my on my only, nerves. This is my only hope. Is that when uh, ever... Which is going to be episode 9 or 10. I'm already telling y'all. <laughs> Whenever Tyrion and Viserys get, and Varys get there and yeah, Jorah. And Jorah. Maybe that'll stop some shit. I don't know. Mm, mm, mm. <coughs> they're not going to get there quick enough, though. No, they're not. Because now, well, anyway, mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Now they got to fucking walk. Mm, mm, mm. And who knows where the hell Varys is. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, that was all we see of them. Which is good because I was already ticked. Thank you. You know, because it just is stupid. But I love seeing the dragons and I love yeah. seeing how they. But she need to let them go. I know. That is bothering me. Mm-hmm. That is really bothersome. Mm-hmm. And now, this is also to me a really stark disconnect in the episodes because yeah. now she ain't scared of them. Yeah. Now. She's like all confident in what they're gonna do. Now it's like her connection with them is back. Oh yeah. What the fuck? The only thing I can think of that might explain it might, and that's a stretch, is the fact that when Drogon came back and they had their little bonding moment, mm-hmm. maybe that made her center back to where these are my babies. We're connected again. That must have been it. That must be that it. That must have been because it. Because they have either cut some scenes out or something to where yeah. how she went from it was jarring, scared as hell mm-hmm. to now, my babies, they know what to do. And not only that, but the babies also, because when she first brought her ass down in there, they was blowing some fire on her ass. <laughs> I mean, now we know she can't burn, but yeah. they was blowing the fire on I her ass. It's awfully interesting how they only burned up the one dude. The one dude, there's a whole parcel of them over there. Right. 
that she was confident reach. with them this time right. is what my difference is. So it must be. It must be And Drogon. I'm helping out y'all writers in supposing this. It must be the fact that Drogon got, got back yeah. and they have reconnected or Rebonded some shit. mentally so or something. Thank you. Yeah. That's gotta be it. That is a very good point. Yeah. It's different from night and day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Show was. Because as you said, why the fuck she running scared out there? Yeah. Please. Knowing she can't be burned up. Oh, man. They are messing her up. They must have them Walking Dead riders. Because <laughs> they be fucking up all the women. They do, mm, except mm, for a couple. Mm, yeah. Mm. The, the, it's like the regular women they don't know what to do with. Yeah. The ones mm. who are fighting and shit are fine. Yeah. But the regular ones, anyway. Anyway. So let's go ahead and go to Tyrion and Jorah since that's kind of in the same area. Okay. So they floating in the boat. <laughs> Tyrion floating in the boat is you know rubbing his head he's like okay I think nothing's broken and can- yeah he finally woke up after yeah. that cold cocking <laughs> obviously the next day and he's like yeah. well I don't think anything's broken if you care <laughs> and so he's trying to strike up a conversation with Jorah like mm-hmm. look um, we're here <laughs> this does not have to be unpleasant you can untie me uh we can still have, we have a long way to go together, so we might as well, you know, be friendly. Yeah. With and finally, Jorah speaks up and says, yeah, we do have a long way to go. And so then uh, Tyrion is asking him, what did he ask him? Mm, I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, so, oh, I know, he was asking, he's like, well, where are we? Where, you know, where are we? Because mm-hmm. we're not on the river or whatever piece of body of water he's talking about. So then he notices in the distance that they're going towards the city. He's like, oh, I know where we are. We're in Valer. In Valantis. Valantis. No, it wasn't Valantis. <laughs> it was uh, Valeria. Because isn't that where... Um, I don't know. Oh, don't get me in line. I don't know. I remember I didn't write it down. I didn't write it down either. It, it wasn't important. It, well, it's wherever they send... And because in the previews from last week or recap from it's last week. Where the stone men live. Where the stone men are. Anyway, so he's like, oh, have you ever come this way before? Because what about all the doom? You know, the, the legends of the doom. And Jorah's like, nope, I've never been this way. But hey, this is the quickest way to get to where we need to go. Mm-hmm. So then Tyrion starts reciting this passage from I don't know what. It's a poem. Oh. It's just like any other ode or poem or anything, oral stories that they pass down. Or whatever. For people. He starts reciting. Obviously, it was something, some little poem or something they studied where highborn folk learned it. Learned it. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because as he's reciting it, Jorah starts reciting it too. Right. And they kind of, you know, look Bonded. at each other. Yeah, they kind of bond a little bit like, hey, we know the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bonding was uh, brief, though. <laughs> uh, real brief. <laughs> real brief. Because they are going... What was that? It was kind of like... It was a, a narrow rock. passage, but it was like rocky and and. Well, and it was like the craggy. city was all... You know, it was in, left in ruins. Ruins, yeah. Because part That's of that was. poem was talking about the fire was so hot it even burned up dragons. Now, look. We mm-hmm. already know dragons don't burn. Mm-hmm. So if it was that fucking hot, it was mm-hmm. the legend goes at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it was burning up dragons, mm-hmm. which I don't think is possible because they said anyway. before, dragon's fire is so hot it even burns stone. Right. 
All right. So Anywho, the- so they go start going through this little passageway, and Tyrion starts getting like he. You see this wonder on his face, like what the fuck? And they pan the camera around, and it's Drogon yeah. flying over. Head, and he is beautiful and big and just glorious. So and he's but he's headed to the ruins of Valeria because they passed that. No, they're still in there. Oh. That's where it is, the Valeria. You're right. That's what I said. Okay. Because he's going the opposite way though. He's going away from Daenerys. Exactly. But he's going to where the Targaryens used to be. No. That's what that's, I thought. No, that's where they're at. Oh, okay. That's where they're at. Okay. But he's going, I don't know where the hell he's going, but he's going somewhere. But the look on Tyrion's face was like, awesome. He was, was like, what the hell? I thought this shit was, you know. Yeah. I, where Jorah, I mean, Jorah knows about the dragon. But even so. Jorah was looking like, oh my gosh, look at he's how big, big he is. Yeah, look how big he's got. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that scene. I love that scene. It was actually. very good. They're both like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. But then this freaked me the hell out. As Tyrion is watching Drogon pass, you see something moving on the shadow on the left side of the screen, and then something jumps in the water. And I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" I know. And they look like stone people. Well, they are stone people. Well, but, but at the time, you didn't know what it was. But they look like rock. Yeah, rocks. They look like rocks. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. All I saw was some movement and something fell in the water. It happened mm-hmm. that quick. Tyrion goes, uh, what was that? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what thank was that? you. Can we turn this fucking boat around, dude? Mm-hmm. Then we see something else jump in the water. and Or actually, they jump on the boat. On the boat. And Jorah says, it's the stone men. Don't let them touch you. And I'm thinking, how the fuck are you going to keep them from touching you? So, and Tyrion was saying, cut me loose, cut me loose. But, uh, of course, Jorah had to he didn't fight have, them stone men, he so he couldn't turn around and, like, cut. This was a pretty intense It was scene. very well done, I thought. Good. It yeah. was very well done. Because so, poor little Tyrion, all he could do was run and scramble, trying to keep away from him. Right, because he's tied up. Yeah, because his hands are tied. he doesn't have nothing to fight with. And how are you going to kill these fools, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So Jorah pushes the one dude in the water... He, he starts fighting with the other one that jumped in the boat. The fool that went in the water gets back in the boat. Yep. And, and thinking, it's Jason Tyrion. And it's Jason Tyrion. <laughs> and so... Which was kind of hysterical, though. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Because all Tyrion could do, because he's so little, he was like, up Sister under the Jay, sea. so ignorant. <laughs> it was funny. So Jorah's having a pretty hard time trying to fight these fools until mm-hmm. he gets his sword out. Mm-hmm. And then he seems to do a little better, bit better. And apparently, you can stab him and kill him, like people, which is good. Well, yeah, which is good, you know. So he kills the one, but the other one's still chasing Tyrion. He has to end up going overboard to try to escape this thing. So as he falls in the water, he's trying to get his ropes off, mm-hmm. and the one that had fallen into the water apparently comes from up underneath and grabs him, starts pulling him down. By his leg, and I'm like, oh hell! Mm-hmm. And then everything goes black, and I'm like, oh, I mean, you know, I said, no, oh, they, 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 they are not going to kill off Tyrion. No, they can't do that. They can't do that. No, but it sure looked like it, though. It did. I felt bad for him though because he was he was tied. His arms was tied up. Yep. He couldn't even flap his arms to like you know get him above water or nothing. No, plus, you have on all your clothes. Yeah, shoes that shit weighs you down. Mm, mm, so mm. then, um, 
we finally see some him opening his eyes, and I kind of like how they did that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like from his view, mm-hmm. him opening up his eyes, and Jorah's looking at him, saying, "Tyrion, Tyrion." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he that was sits good. Up, and they on this small, looking like little beach mm-hmm. island beach. And well, they're they're on the shore. They're yeah. on the shore. Yeah, he made it to the shore. Ain't no boat. Don't know. Ain't don't even <clears throat> see no boat. Nothing. Nothing. All that shit they probably... He probably had supplies and shit. That's all gone. Oh, home. yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. So then Jorah's like, did they touch you? And Tyrion's like... Oh, he cuts his uh, ropes off first. Mm-hmm. Finally. Finally, shit. And he says... And he, he says, you're heavier than you look. <laughs> <laughs> so he's say, asking, yeah. did they touch you? And Tyrion says, no, no, you? And he says, no, no, they didn't. And, he, and so then Tyrion says, okay, so... Uh, what are we going to do now? Well, he thanks Jorah for saving him, first yeah, of all. he said, thanks for he saving me. He says, thanks me. for saving me. But you wouldn't have had to do that shit if you wouldn't have kidnapped my ass in the in first, first place. In the first place. I like that, though. I because, I mean, it's true. It's true. And I think Jorah's probably thinking thinking along the same lines, too. Well, but, you know, honestly, he didn't know. Although, yeah. Jorah needs to quit with all this trying shit. Yeah. So then he says, well, look, um, Tyrion asks him, so what are we going to do now? He's like, well, we'll have to walk to the next village, see if we can get a fishing boat or something. And if mm-hmm. not, we have a long walk ahead of us. Mm-hmm. He, so he gets up and he says, I'm going to go find some wood to have a fire. Just You just rest as much as you can. Mm-hmm. So he gets up and starts walking away. And then you see him mm. looking down at his wrist, mm. pulling up his shirt. And he's got that stone. He got grayscale. Grayscale shit on his wrist already. Mm-hmm. Already. Because he got touched. But I mean already. But he got touched. That shit. It's all- like when the walkers bite you in the walking dead. But my point is this. I would have thought it would have started out with like a little, a little. Oh, hell no. A little, I don't know, square. But that shit was already like gathering oh, no. a blister type look. Because, okay. I don't know why you wouldn't expect something different. Because it's just like Stannis told Shireen. When she put that doll up to her little face to yeah. hug it. That's when the grayscale came. He called everybody. And the only reason why she's got the grayscale scars only on her face is because they got to her before it spread. Right. But it was uh, instant. That's the way I took it. Apparently so. Well, we know. Now, now, the key is going to be how long do it take to spread? Right. See? Well, shit. If he just got touched (laughs) and he's already got a cluster. He got a cluster. Then that means it ain't gonna take long at all. Well, hey, he better get stepping in. <laughs> <laughs> he better hurry on up to, to uh He Daenerys. needs to hurry up because maybe they can get someone that can fix that shit. It could be. You never, never know. know. But still. Anyway. I have a feeling it's fatal for him. I don't know, though. You never know. You never know, shit. Because, see, okay. Like, Stannis and them, they were, you know, in the in the uh, Seven Kingdoms and stuff. You don't know what kind of shit they got in Murine. Right. They might have some little soothsayer people or, you know, anything. Right, exactly. That can, that can cure that shit. So, That's yeah. what I'm saying. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, if it takes any length of time to get there, it's going to be too late. Yeah, that's true. So, that's all we see of... Tyrion and Jorah. Yep. But I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty exciting. That though. was yeah, I mm-hmm. like that scene actually. Well, I like uh, all of their little storyline because 
It was really, it, it was really good to, to see Tyrion's reaction to seeing Drogon. Yes. And, and like you said, uh, even Jorah, Jorah was just marveling at how big he got. Yes. But he already knew he existed and everything. Right. You know. Uh, and, and then that, that stone man shit. Ooh, yeah. Lord. And actually, I feel like Tyrion, you know, he's never seen it. Jorah knew immediately what it was. Mm-hmm. Probably because he's seen some shit, you know. Mm-hmm. But Tyrion ain't seen none of this shit. He's just heard of it. So, like, yeah. even the wall, he was surprised at how big exactly. it was. Even, you know, so, but he gets it now. Yeah. He knows there's mysterious shit. Yep. Now he done seen a real dragon, and yep. now he's seen real stone men. Real stone men. So, and they moving around just like men. Thank you. But they, but they do look like rocks. Yeah, because mm-hmm. of that grayscale. That was pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that I like that. All right, where are we going? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, we can either go to Sansa or we can go to the King, uh, the Night's Watch. Let's go to the Night's Watch. Okay. Because <clears throat> this was so interesting to me. Sam, useless Sam, he ain't is useless. reading a message about Danny. Yes. To Master uh, Master Amon. Now, my question is, okay, so they sending ravens around again now or what? How do you get that? They've been sending ravens because they all know that the, uh, uh, what's his name is dead. Right. So who's sending him a message about Daenerys? That's the question of the day. You think, uh, first thing I thought was, is that Varys? Is he doing that? It could be Varys. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't even think Littlefinger knows about her. And the dragons. Oh yeah. Or, well, or does I mean, he? they hear stories, I think. Right, but but no, but but like Varys knows for a fact and stuff, and where she is, and right, what she's right. doing. Varys knows. So okay. the only, the, that's a good point. I think the only person who who would send that would be Varys because okay, that's he what I'm knows thinking. with all his little birds. Mm-hmm. He knows that Meister Aemon is a Targaryen. Yeah, he does. So I think. That that's the logical solution is that. But I one. thought it was so interesting how he said, uh, "A lone Targaryen, alone in the world, and and her only living relative is miles and miles away." That was sweet, though. Yeah. That was sweet. Well, he said, uh, "A Targaryen alone with no one to guide her." Yeah, and no one a terrible to help her. Thing. Mm-hmm. A Targaryen alone is a terrible thing, or something like that. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. That was sweet. Yeah. I thought that was very sweet. And he's, that's when we find out he's 100. <coughs> he's 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he says a Targaryen alone in the world is a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. So then John comes in and says, uh, Sam, I need to speak with him alone, private. Yeah. Go get get out. Bye, Sam. Bye, Sam. And so he's he's really asking uh, Meister Eamon his advice because he says, I got to do something, but it's going to turn... Half the men against me, and Master Amos says, "Yeah, but half the men already against you." He showed sure it. He said, he? "I like this whole conversation." He said, "Look, you got to do what you got to do." He said, "Well, you don't know what I got to do." And he said, "Don't matter what you got." He he said, "It doesn't matter that I know you know." I like that because yeah, yeah. that's the truth. Yep. It don't matter whether he knows specifically what it is. You know what it is, right? He says, "You got you to do. have to do." What you have to do. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get the title. Kill, Kill the boy. boy. And first I thought, what are you talking about? Yeah. Holly? <laughs> I know. That's what I thought. I was like, what? 
And he's like, kill the boy and let the man, man be, be born. born. I like that shit. I like that I shit. I like that shit. Oh, hey, I'm going to start using that. Oh, yeah. When I come up against some, some shit. <laughs> I don't say that. I'll be like, look, you need to kill the motherfucking boy and let the man come back. <laughs> let the man be born. <laughs> 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 yeah, that'd yeah, be good. I love that. Kill the boy and let, let the, the man, man be born. born. You mm, a mm, man mm. now. That's you right. You make the decision and I like you that. move on with it. I like that too. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we see John talking to Tormund, mm-hmm. which I like Tormund. I do too, though. You know, I like him. And he's telling him, he's asking him, okay, where are the wildlings at? Mm-hmm. Who is leading them? And of course, Tormund ain't saying shit. No. And so John's telling him, look, um, we need to, you need to go get all them wildlings mm-hmm. and bring them south of the wall. We'll find somewhere for them to to, to lay or to, to live. Well, he said. I, I, we'll open the gate for them. Yes. They can come on in, and They'll then we'll find them some we'll land them. to live on south of the wall. Right. That's he, what says he says, because you are not my enemy, and I am not your enemy. We know who the enemy is, and we are not going to make it if we don't band together and do this shit together. Well, what he tells him, too, he says, the Night's Watch has sworn to, protect the, to protect the realms of men, and you are within the realms of men. Yeah. Which I like that too. I like that too. Because that's breaking it down. Because yeah, they and so are. Then Tormund, of course, he's like, well, how, well, how is all this going to change? Now we're not enemies anymore. And he says, because now I'm the Lord Commander. <laughs> he said, now I'm the Lord Commander of the Night's, Night's Watch. Watch. Yeah. And see, Tormund knows that that shit true. Yeah, he knows. And so Tormund uh, tells him, look, you talking all big and bad now? He said, but uh, which is fine to a man who's chained up. So John takes the key out of his little. He got a little side pocket, unlocks them locks, and drops them, and see, now, now what? I know, and I think Tormund was surprised by that. He was surprised by it. He says, look, he says, we both know winter is coming. And I like this, too. He said, we both know winter is coming, and we know what comes after that. Yeah. He says, your people going to be the first ones they hit. Before they come When them here. walkers come. Right. And so what about the women? And the, children. The children, the and, old, the and weak, the sick. The sick. He says, so you need to not let your pride get in the way of your of saving your people. I, and I agree. Which is true. I agree. Which is true. And, and because he was trying to get him to tell him where they at. Right. So he told him where they was and John said, I okay, think, look. I think at that point, especially when John took the chains off chains of him. Chains off of him, he yeah. He was like, this motherfucker's serious. Yeah, he's serious. And Tormon knows that John loved Egret. He does. You know. And that she loved him. And everything. So, yeah. He knows that. Yeah. So, and he also knows that that uh, John gave her the respect of a wilding and he buried her outside the wall. Yeah. You know, instead of burning her like, like you know, they was burning all the bodies right. and stuff. Right, right. So, so <clears throat> he knows John's speaking the truth. Yeah. Because he wants to save the people. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, look, w- w- but we're going to need some ships. That's what Tormund says. Well, Tormund, so he tells him where they're at. Mm-hmm. He, and so John says, okay, that's going to take you about a week. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you like 10 people to go with you. And y'all can get there and back. And um, that's when Tormund says, but we're going to need some ships. Yeah. He says, well, I'll ask King Stannis 
for his could, fleet. If we could borrow his shit. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I thought was pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought so too. And then Tormund dropped the other foot. He said, okay, well, then you need to come with me. Because they need to hear it from the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. But you know what? I kind of agree with Tormund. I was thinking, oh, hell. Well, but I kind of agree with Tormund because he said, look, he says, I'm not going to have my people get on them ships. And then when they get in the middle of the water, y'all fire them up. Hey, I don't blame him because I'm a suspicious person anyway. So, you know, hey, I don't blame him. So then the next scene we see, John is telling everybody, and, and people are up in arms, and they're arguing. Yeah, they're having their meeting. Yeah, they're arguing and shit. Uh, and so uh. so people are like, uh, one of his council people say, mm-hmm. well, why do we care, you know, about them while let them get killed? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, let, you know, whatever, winter come for them. Mm-hmm. And Sam jumps up and says, well, there are a bunch of abandoned building, villages that, we could, that they could stay at. Mm-hmm. And then somebody jumps up and says, "Yeah, they're abandoned because, because they, they killed. killed up all the fucking people." <laughs> Which like is true. Ollie's parents, and then they show Ollie looking all upset. Ooh, Ollie is looking mean, though. Well, he's looking upset because mm-hmm. he did. He saw that shit. Mm-hmm. And then one of the guys is saying, "Well, yeah, uh, uh, we don't care if they're killed because then there's less of them." And Stannis is over in the corner with doubles, and he sent fewer. Because mm-hmm. he's always correcting somebody's grammar, like yeah. he did for Sir Davos, like uh, uh, last season. And I thought to myself, "Yeah, Stannis, ooh, and you, and you, uh, uh, no proper grammar too. That's great." Oh lord! <laughs> so then Grin stands up. I think it's Grin, or I can't remember who that guy is. No, his name is Grin. Uh, was killed. That's right. Grin and Pip were killed. It, it's that third one. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but he says it says, look, I'll follow you anywhere, John, but they killed Grin and they killed Pip, mm-hmm. and that's going to be, you know, I don't know if I can he says, fight I, with them. He says, I could never forgive him, and I never forget. And so John had a good fucking point. He said, look, we know what's coming. <laughs> yep. And we can either learn to live with them mm-hmm. or deal with them as part of that army that's coming. That's coming. Because guess what, y'all? If there's 100,000 of them motherfuckers, that's an extra 100,000 white walkers you got to fucking deal with. Yep. Okay? Yep. Boop. Boop. So you either figure out how to get past your feelings mm-hmm. or let's, are we going to end but up having But he's right, the, though. He's right. He's but it's right. Hard, but that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Especially, so, especially when you saw them butchering up your mama and shit. And your friends yeah. and shit. Because they just had to fight these fools. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the next scene, John is in his chambers and you can tell he's uh, kind of a little bit upset about he is upset about it because he understands how they're feeling and shit. Oh, yeah. And then Ollie comes in with his plate looking for I dinner. Mean, jaws tight. His dinner plate. Little jaws are tight. <laughs> so, John, I thought this was funny. He's like, um, Ollie, you got anything you want to say to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Ollie turns around. He said, go ahead. It's okay. So he's letting them know, okay. I at, know you got at problems. this little moment. I'm not your uh, your Lord Commander. I'm just okay. Just tell me, you know. Yeah, but he oh. saw his jaws were tight. Oh yeah, you know he he got some shit to say. Mm-hmm. So Ollie's like, "Well, are you serious? You really are going to let these wildlings come in here, and we're going to make peace with them? Or you're tricking them? It's a trick. Yeah, or it's a trick, right? And he's like, "No, there's no mm-hmm. trick." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, I saw them. They killed my father, and they butchered my mother." 
And you want me to make peace with you? And you know, when he said that, I had to think back. And remember that thin leader, he said that they like women better because they're softer. Yep. Mm. They have more meat. Yep, have more meat because we got more fat. So John tells him, look, I understand how it feels to lose people that you love, but we have to, you know, we... We're going to have to fi- figure out how to live with them. Yep. Winter is coming and we can't face it alone. Yep. Ollie, honey, he's like, uh, yeah, so he wanted me to tell him, but he don't want to help me with my issue. Mm-hmm. So he just says, is there anything else that you need, Lord Commander? Lord Commander. Got all formal on him. Mm-hmm. John said no. I think Ollie going to be an issue. Uh, John needs to not eat that food that he just brought in. Uh-huh. He needs to go to the cafeteria on his own. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Hey. He might want to start fixing his own meal. Thank you. Or have Gil- uh, uh, Gilly, Gilly do it, do or, it or Sam, because he knows Sam won't pour <coughs> shit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's all we saw of John. Well, no. Then um, the next time we see well right. Stan is actually that we see the next mm-hmm. and he I can't remember where he comes in but he's telling him look we got to go we got to go now he says uh oh it's Davos I'm yeah. sorry so Stannis comes in to where Davos is at I think it's that room where they I don't even know there's Whatever. a big fire in there and he says, okay, uh, it's time to give the order. It's time for us to go. Yeah, time for us to go. And so then Davos says, well, 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 why don't we wait until John gets back with the wildlings? and says, we'll have a lot more men. Mm-hmm. And I like this because Stannis is thinking. He tells them, well, he may come back or he may not, but we still and got to go. Not, but we got to go. And, right. and he says, uh, and I don't want to get snowed in up here. Thank you. We, this, is our, <laughs> this is the time we got to do it. Every, t- every day that we wait, the Boltons can get mm-hmm. more ready and prepared. We need to go. <clears throat> now, to go now, this is this is my question. Yes, I remember that scene and what they talked about. Okay. Then the next thing we see is they're assembling all the people and because he's telling uh, uh, the wife that... Well, you skipped the part oh, first. Okay. But anyway, but, but my point is this. Seeing how John was with Tormund... And and Stannis is saying, okay, we got to go now. We can't wait because he, he might come back. He might not. By the time they're leaving, John's there. Because they haven't left yet, Sister J. Oh. They haven't left yet. Okay. But my point is, before that even, we're not done with the scene with Davos and Stannis. Because okay. then Davos says, well, okay, I'll give the order, but we, I'll leave you know, some men to stay and guard the ladies. Yeah. The queen and the princess. And Stannis says... Oh, no, no need. They're coming with us. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You're crazy. This is a hard road. It's going to be dangerous. He's like, yeah. And um, most of these people here are rapists and murderers. And I love that because he's like, rapists and murderers, they're coming with us. Yeah. It is true. It's true. That's who they send to the Night's Watch. I love Stannis for that because Mm -hmm. he is thinking ahead. And I think he didn't say it. But I think he didn't want to do that also because he doesn't trust his wife with his baby girl. Of course. After that other conversation. Thank you. Oh, yeah, of so course. So not only is it because of the rapists and murderers that are there, mm-hmm. it's because he don't trust Celise not to fuck with So Therese. I think it was because of the rapists and murderers and her mama. Thank because you. he already <laughs> had that conversation <laughs> with Shereen when she says, uh, Mom said, uh, he said, who, who told you that? Uh, mama. Mama. 
Mother said she didn't want me to come. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. It was definitely to protect Shireen. I don't. Well, yeah. Yeah. And it's I think definitely he doesn't want his Shireen. wife dead either. Well, but, no, but. But I like that Stannis stood up and said, oh, no, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And, and that is one thing I will say. I kind of like. He's not a people person, but he's no nonsense. Hey, but see, he'll tell it, but he doesn't ever seem to get angry with Davos for questioning him. He just says, nope, that's not what we're doing. We're going to do this. Okay. But see, Stannis is a man's man. I mean, he is. Yeah, he ain't. He he ain't got the gift of gab and he ain't a people person, all that shit. But he is a man. He do what need to be done. Yeah. Period. You know, and he has morals and scruples and principles. Yep. That's what I like. And like like Davos told the uh, the the Iron Bank, this is the most honorable man that you will know. Yeah, him and I are friends and stuff, but when I stole some shit, he, he paid me back. Justice. Yeah. Yeah. He paid me back. He 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 treated me fairly and he gave me justice and I had to have the consequences of what I did. Well So yeah. I've always liked Stannis, though. I know, but my point is this, is that I'm glad that he didn't just think of them as an afterthought. Oh, no, no, you no. You know, that no. he's like, oh, no, they come with us. Oh, yeah. Put them in the back, but they come with us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So then as Stannis and them get ready to ride off, you know, they haven't left it. This is all in the fucking okay, day. See, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know? Because I was a little confused that about sh- that. Well, I don't know why. I don't know. I was drinking so, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I probably got a big. You got a little bit lit, (laughs) a little bit too lit. I was lit. (laughs) So um, they're getting ready to leave, and so then Davos and Shireen are having a conversation, Mm. and she's like, "I wonder if I could go into the crypts at Winterfell." Yeah, he's like the crypts. She's like, "Yeah, that's where all the um, the the old leaders are, Mm -hmm. like Bran the Builder, da da da." And then here come old Solis, the old sly ass. Oh, man. Sir Davos, stop talking about what's to come. Because he's telling her, you know, yeah. um, I'm a little frightened. Are you? She's like, no. He's like, well, I am. So if anything kicks off, you'll protect me, right? She's like, yeah. of course. Yeah, that was, was sweet. Because they have a really good relationship. That woman just don't like anyone talking to Shereen. She doesn't. She don't like She doesn't want anyone to treat her normally. Right. Because she sees her as a walking deformity. Which is terrible. Oh, man. I don't like that mama. I don't either. She mm-hmm. Hopefully she gets... White walking or something. Thrown off the horse or something. <laughs> so then... Um, uh, Gilly and Sam are there. And Gilly tries to wave at Shereen. Mm-hmm. And Shireen was going to, I think, wave back, but then Mama was there looking at oh, her. Oh, yeah. Giving her evil, evil look. Eye. Evil fucking eye. Oh, man. Mm. So. Anyway. Yeah. That was kind of that was That was good good uh, at the uh, Castle Black. That was good this week. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then John, um, I think at this point, John is walking up and he sees Stannis right. leaving and Stannis... And he thanks Stannis for, for the everything ships. and the ships. Says, "Well, I need them ships back." Yeah. And John says, "I promise you will get them back. You will get them back." And then he mm-hmm. tells Stannis, "Thank you." Mm-hmm. And Stannis, you know, they they ride off. Now, Stannis, did you see how many people that was? Well, see, this is my question Ooh. because you know how Stannis and Davos were talking about we need more people, and even Stannis had said, "Look, to Mance, if you bend the knee, you can join and fight." Um, 
the Boltons with me and take the Iron Throne. I'm thinking, Phoenix, you already got a fucking sh- shitload of people. Yeah, but he won more, though, because... I guess so. You know. So it I was, was thinking, why... It was at least a mile of people. Oh, it was a lot of people. Oh, it was huge. It's a lot of people. So no wonder John was questioning him last week, uh, how long I gonna stay? Thank you. That's a lot of folks to feed. Mm. I'd be like, somebody gotta go cultivate something. <laughs> So that was good. That was very good. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. Okay, so now where are we going? I guess to the Boltons then. The, is, is that the only thing left? Winterfell, yeah. Winterfell's the only thing left, I think. Oh man, I'm so fucking tired of Because we this didn't shit. get no King's Landing, which I was actually okay with. Yeah, I was um, okay with that. Yeah. So this is it. No Dorn, no Bravos, which I'm like, look, y'all. Come yeah, on. get on back to Arya, y'all. And Jackin. But anyway, so then Winterfell. Oh my gosh. We see Podrick <laughs> <laughs> with his pimp walk, doing his pimp walk. Pimp walking. Into the inn where they're, uh, he and Brienne are staying. Yeah, with some supplies or whatever he's got. Yeah. And I think he's probably unloaded the horses because the horses seem to be like on outside that, that whole little area. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe. Anyway. Anyway, so but he, his little walk is cracking me cracks, up. Yeah, his little head movement. His little head bobbing, and he's just looking all pleased, you know? Yep. And he Brienne, is so cute, though. He is cute. He is really cute. So um, Brienne is looking out the window at Winterfell, mm-hmm. I guess. Yes. Yeah. So um, he's saying, well, you know, she's far away from the Lannisters, so, so she'll, she's be, fine. she'll be fine. And so she's like, really? You think she's fine with the Boltons who killed her mama and her brother? Yeah. And of course that gets Pod hushing up. <laughs> and she says she's in danger even if she doesn't know yeah. that she's in danger. Mm-hmm. Which we know. Hell yeah, she's in danger. Oh yeah. So this little old man comes in with a bowl, I guess a bowl of water. Water. Mm-hmm. And so Brienne starts asking him how long he's lived there and if he knew Eddard Stark. Mm-hmm. And the guy says yes, and he's all cautious and shit. He said, "Yeah, I knew him and his daddy too." And she's like, "Well, you know who's in that castle?" And he says, "We all know who's in that castle." <laughs> the Boltons. And she, yeah, the Boltons. And she's uh-huh. like, "That's not the only one in there. I need to get a message to her." Well, she says, "I need to get a message to Sansa Stark." Yeah, to her. That's what she said. Sansa Stark. And she did calls her name, and the man just looking at her. And Podrick is looking at her like, damn, didn't we have this fucking discussion? I know. <laughs> Don't be telling her by mama what you know. And especially because everybody knows you dressed like a knight from King's Well, Landing. she's not really at this point. Well, but hey. So then he says, well, who are you? And she's like, I was sworn to protect. I am someone who swore to protect them. I swore an oath to her mother. And I am here to protect the Stark. Well, when, when when she said I swore an oath to their mother, the guy says their mother's dead. And, and Brienne and, and she says, but but that doesn't release me from my oath yeah. to Lady Catelyn. I like that. Yeah, well, whatever. Whatever. But I mean it, it still shows loyalty when she doesn't have to. That's true. But, you know? but then you have to stop and think again. What else she gonna do? Well, I mean, really. What else was she going to do? Right. Anyway. So then, then we get to this nasty-ass scene with... Uh-uh. Ramsey. She says to him... Oh. She says to him, could you get a message to Sansa Stark? 
Oh, we already said that. And no, we didn't. Okay. And he just looks at her. Okay. Then we get that nasty scene with Ramsey and Miranda. We get this nasty ass scene with Miranda and Ramsey, and she's <sighs> all salty because. Um, you know, you're going to marry her, aren't you? And he's like, yes, I am. This is so nasty. That I know. chick is so anorexic. Why do these people can, uh, keep wanting to be naked on television and you can see their <laughs> fucking ribs? Damn! Not only her ribs, but her bones. Oh, and her, her hip bone hips. is sticking all out. You can see her pelvic bone. I know. Oh, she looks nasty. I'm sorry. She should forever always have on two, three layers of clothes. Make her filled out. Make her look like she filled out anyway. That's some nasty shit. I think it's gross, but you know. And he wasn't no better with his jiggly butt. At least he has a butt, though. I will say Damn. this. He, he has a butt, so at least it's not like Dario. Mm. Number two. Mm. The fake Ario. Anyway, anywho, this, this scene, scene this scene went on much too fucking long. Thank you. It was too Basically, fucking long. Basically, she's jealous. He yeah. says, "I was gonna marry." She's like, well, "You were gonna marry me." He's like, "Yeah, I was when I was the snow, but now I'm a Bolton and I gotta do what I gotta but do." But you know what? One thing I can give it to Ramsey. He was telling her the truth, and he she laid it out. Yep, he, he ain't lying to her or nothing like that. Mm-mm. So she says, "Oh, you think she's pretty, don't you?" He's like, "Yeah, have you seen her?" <laughs> Damn, Ramsey. Because uh, you know this chick is crazy too. Hey, he wasn't going. He wasn't going. Hey, he said, but you know what? He, he pulled a Baelish on her ass. He showed did. He said, back when Roz was crying over them babies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. said, look, now, uh, I don't like boring people. You know what I do to boring ass people, and you're starting to bore me. Are you going to keep boring me? Mm. She changed her fucking tune quick, didn't she? She did. She knows. Let's get let's let's yeah. move on because that was some nasty fucking shit. I know. So basically, the bottom line is she's jealous. He's right. He's gonna appease her. He's like, look, yeah, I'm gonna marry her, but I'm gonna still come to you. Mm-hmm. Boom. What you gonna do? Yeah. All right. Then we see Lid Stanza stock. She's sitting up in her room. She's just looking out the window. She's just sitting there. So there's a knock on the door, and it's the old lady maid yep. woman, Downs woman, and 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 she says quite loudly, "Oh, I came to uh, uh, fill up your basin." You know, because obviously some folks is listening. Right. And then as soon as she enters the room and shuts the door, then she tells Sansa, look, you still have friends in the north. Got a message for you. If you're ever in trouble, then you put a candle in the highest window of the broken tower. Right. And Sansa says, who? What do you mean? Who? And the lady leaves. before. And she the lady answers. leaves. Right. But Sansa's kind of getting it because she only asked her that once. And she right. says, Because she's kind of getting it, I think. She gets it. And so she goes to the tower, which happens to be the same tower where Bran got pushed out the window. Mm -hmm. Because that's what they mean by the broken tower. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so she um, goes and looks up. Kind of a similar... Someone posted, I think, in our Facebook page, a side-by-side screenshot of that and the scene when Catelyn was going to investigate how Bran fell out. Exactly. And she was looking up. Which was actually pretty interesting Mm -hmm. that they did that. Anyhow, she's looking, and here come Miranda. Now, and you see, this like, girl going to be a problem. Oh, uh, shit. Because she ain't got Joffrey to fuck with her, but this girl going to be fucking with her. Yep, Let me is. tell you. Mm, mm, and mm. I like Sansa, how she was like, mm, who are you? And I mean, who are you? She was real cautious with her. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
this Dan Miranda is talking about, oh, I love your dress. Who made it? And Sansa says, I did. She's like, oh, that's beautiful. And she says, may I? And so she starts looking at it, but you could tell Sansa didn't really want her touching Mm-mm. her shit. Mm-hmm. And so they go through the story about how her mother taught her, and Miranda says, oh, that's good. At least I'm sorry to hear what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And but it's blah. good to remember. It's good to remember. Oh, and I almost forgot. I got something else that can help you remember. I was like, oh, shit. And, and that's the first thing I thought, what, what, the, what the hell is she going to do? She, and she says, come on. I'll to tell the you. stables. Uh, the kennels. Oh, the kennels. She takes her to the kennels, and, and, and she opens up the gate, and she says, there, in the very last stop. And so when Sansa says, well, what is it? She says, well, that was spoiled. The surprise. I'm thinking, oh, you bitch. First of all, Damn. Sansa, don't go fucking in there. Hell no. And all them dogs are japping and shit. First thing I thought was, oh, she going to let one of them dogs be loose at the very but end. I, I don't think Miranda's that crazy yet because she still has fear for uh, Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. Yeah. You know, Ramsey you know that would, fucked yeah. that whole thing up. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't think it was going to be a dog, but I didn't know what the fuck it was going to be. I didn't know. And, and t- I forgot he sleeps in the house. I kennels. forgot. That's yeah. Because I just assumed they put him up in the house, but now, since well, he's Reek. Well, no. You know. So she goes, mm. and there's Theon, Reek, laying in the kennel. And I'm like, oh, Lord, now I got to see his ass. And he jumps up when he sees her. And she's like, Theon? And he starts shaking his head. No. You shouldn't be here. Mm. And he's I'm all so cowering and shit. I'm so, so sick of his storyline that I could just throw up. I know. I'm just so sick of it. So then Sansa, you can see her jaws get a little tight and she walks out. She mad. She's mad. With that power of veto necklace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo! The power of veto, veto <laughs> necklace. You know what? It's huge though. Huge. It's huge on her neck. So yeah, one of her Facebook listeners. I like, and uh, she's got it on every scene. Every so it's scene. gotta have some kind of something. either poison or knife or something in there or something. Mm. So then we get a scene with Reek and Ramsey, and he's getting dressed for dinner. I'm for assuming. Dinner. And he has Theon go get him some wine, and he's like, "Oh, so um, you got something to tell me?" Mm. And Reek says, "No." And he's like, come on now. That Ramsey gets on my nerves. I know. Oh. And so Theon tells him, she saw me. She came to the kennels. And so Reek was like, oh, or excuse me, Ramsey told him, you should never keep secrets from me, Mm. ever. And so Reek, Theon is telling him, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And so Ramsey tells him, get on your knees and give me your hand. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, we're going to do That's what I thought. I thought, you know what, I need to get up. If he's going to cut his finger yeah, off or like something. like go in the kitchen or something. Because, you know, I'm so tired of this torture shit. I am too. This kill his ass. Yeah. So Ramsey puts his cup down. He takes his hand. And then he covers it and says, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. All mind games, basically. Mm-hmm. All mind That's games. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Because he engineered that shit. He did. He, he knew. He knew. He had Miranda go do that he shit. He had her go do right. it. Because he wanted Sansa to know yep. that Theon was there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to further get Theon fucked up. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. So then we go to dinner. 
It's Bruce Bolton with his sexy voice. He got a sexy voice, though. And he's just so jazzy with the way he talks, you know? Walda, his wife. Mm-hmm. And then Ramsey and Sansa. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, pouring her wine. He's smiling. Ramsey's pouring her wine. Right. And he's grinning and shit. He's pouring the mama some water or wine or whatever. And calling her mother, too, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then he stands up to give a toast. And Sansa had me dying, though. She's getting bolder. She is getting bold. Because she did not drink to that toast. No, she didn't. She pushed her cup um, she went, mm. She's like, our families have been tied for centuries, and I want to give a toast to our wedding here in, in this home and hers, and blah, she, blah, blah. She put her glass down and, 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 and went, pushed mm, it away. And pushed it away. <laughs> so then Miss... The mama, Walda, Walda, she's like, oh, trying to make small talk. It must be so difficult for you to be away from home. And Sansa was, I like this too. She's like, I'm not away from home. This is my home. This is my home. It's just the people that are strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, but think about it. That's very bold of her to do that it in is front bold. of them. I mean, she's getting some gumption because she's I mad. Know. She's pissed. She's pissed. From the, from the Theon shit. Yep. And so... Ramsey sits back down, and he says, more wine, more wine. Well, he says, you know what? You're right. It is very strange. He says, but there's, there's probably a person That's right. that can help you feel, more, feel at more at home. And he says, more wine. And here comes Theon Reek. Yep. And Santa is looking even more pissed. Yep. <laughs> and so he's saying, I'm so sorry. I know that y'all met earlier. And I know I am so sorry for what he did because the North remembers. Mm-hmm. But I have punished him. Mm-hmm. And he is not Theon Greyjoy anymore. His name is Reek. Mm-hmm. He's a new person. Mm-hmm. And That's so he, he calls said. Theon over and he tells him, is there something that you want to say to Lady Sansa? And so mm-hmm. Reek's just standing there. And he says, apologize to her for what you did. Mm-hmm. To her brothers. And so uh, you could tell Theon wants to say they ain't dead. In I, my mind, I don't think so. I, I I didn't have that feeling at all. Oh, I think that he just was humiliated, and he did not want to look Sansa in the eye because even though he knows that they're they're not dead, but he done killed two kids. He done killed two kids. He done killed them two little farmer or had them killed and killed other people. I took it like he didn't want to say it because it wasn't true. Yeah. Like he wanted to say, hey, your brothers aren't dead. You're not alone, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so he says, I'm sorry. And then Ramsey tells him, I'm sorry for what? Look her in the eye because it's not a real apology unless you look her in the eye. And she stares him down. Now, that's a thing that got me. I thought, oh, so maybe this is a new Sansa. It is. Because she stared Theon down. She did not look away. She didn't look at Ramsey. She didn't do nothing. She was pissed. Right. And Ramsey, of course, is looking at her like, ooh, what's going to happen? What's she going to say? Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I know that she learned from Cersei. She just kept looking straight yep. ahead. She didn't react. Mm-hmm. She was kind of tearing up a little bit. And then Ramsey's like, okay, done, cool, fine. 
we're all done with that. But since your brothers are gone and your dad is gone and your other brother is gone, there is no family that you have left. And the closest thing to family you have is Theon. So he needs to walk you down the aisle and give you away. And she says, then, why are you doing this? I know. And so she did ask that. He's like, oh, because it makes sense. It's, it's, it's what's got to happen. And I think Bruce Bowen at that point was like, okay, enough. Let's get this shit over with. Because yeah. he said, yes, yes, okay, that's well done. We got some news of our own. <laughs> and he says, he looks at his wife, uh, Walda, and she says, we're, we're going, we're going to, have to have a baby. baby. And, and the first Sansa, thing, wait a minute, yes. the first thing Sansa does is she looks at Ramsey. She gives him a side eye. Like, and then she starts smiling. Do? Smiling and saying, I'm happy for you both. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Ruth says, and Maester, whatever, says the way that she's carrying it's going to be yeah, a boy. boy. And you can see Ramsey getting all, all uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And this is a scene I really liked. Sansa looks over at him and then she starts grinning. Like, yes. Oh, now, now I, know I know weakness. Yes. I know see, how little, to get to him. Littlefinger has always told her, look, you got to observe people. Yeah. You well, got to learn the stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, next scene we know, daddy and son is having a little chit chat. Yep. In daddy's office. Now, this was awful. It was. Ramsey's saying, okay, so like, uh, how did you even find it? <laughs> How do you know? Because what he didn't say was, she's so big anyway. How do you anyway. know she's pregnant? Yeah, she's so big anyway. How like, are you going to know? Um, well, because the Meister assured us. Well, how did you even do it? And Ramsey's like, uh, I know that you know how it's done. The procedure. he's talking about, how did you even find it? Oh, I was dying laughing, though, because I couldn't, I, I could not believe he was asking this shit. I didn't like that. That was so awful. It was and funny, though. It was funny, though. No, it's though. not even funny. Yeah, it was funny to me. And Ruth didn't even really <laughs> correct him. He just says, you know what? He didn't. You made a fool of yourself at dinner. Ruth didn't want to talk about it. Nope. You made a fool of yourself at dinner. And so Ramsey is telling him, but, okay, so now that you're going to have a son, what does that mean? Because he's stuck on this thing about oh, the yeah. son. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so Ruth called him on. He's like, oh, yeah, you're worried about your position in this family. Of I course. Know. Of course. I know. He's like, so do you want me to tell you about your mama? You've never asked me about her. Mm-hmm. And so he starts telling him that this woman, I can't remember what she was. She was like a barmaid or something. Something. Um, she ran off and married someone else without permission. And I don't know if it was because she was saved to him or not. No, it's just without permission because oh. when you're the... When you're the lord over that land thing, I guess. I you guess get permission. It, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess you got to get permission. Anyway, she ran off with someone that got married, and when he found out about it, he killed the husband, mm-hmm. and then he raped her, mm-hmm. and would have hanged her too, but he just raped her, he said. Right. And then a year later, here she comes up to the castle with this baby, talking about it's yours. Mm-hmm. And he says, and I could have killed her and you and threw y'all in the river, but when I saw you, I knew you were my son. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what kind of fucking story is this, Ruth? <laughs> that ain't no good origin fucking story. <laughs> yeah, but it's the truth. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> so he's basically trying to say, look, no matter what, you're my fucking son. So Right, but you a bastard. <laughs> well, he made him his son now. Well, true. So then he gets to talking about, look, 
uh, Stannis Baratheon is at the at the wall. He's on his way, and he wants to take the North. Mm-hmm. Are you going to help me secure the North because it's ours, mm-hmm. yours and mine? Mm. And of course, Ramsay says yes. Mm. <sighs> yeah. And that's really all we see of them. I don't like them. I don't like them either. I don't like them at all. I like his voice, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. I, I like his voice, but that's it. Alrighty. That's it, isn't it? Yep, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Except we did miss the scene with Sam and Gilly talking. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do need to talk about this because it's a scene where Stannis comes in to talk to uh, Sam. Remember? Oh, that's right. He does. So, so Sam and Gilly are in the library, and she's yeah. asking him, wow, is this all the books there are in the world? And he's like, oh, no. No, this is a small library, really. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's asking him, did you have a lot of books at home? And he's like, uh, no, my dad didn't really read. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, where are the, all the books at? And he's like, oh, at the Citadel. That's the place with the most books. And she's like, well, why? And then she kind of notices him, I guess, looking at her. And she's like, well, I'm sorry I asked so many questions. I don't know things. And he's trying to encourage her and say, look, you know a lot of things. You know how to do this. You know how to make fire with wet wood. You know how to cook. You know how to do this. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know how. I don't know things. (laughs) So then she asks him again, okay, so why are there so many books at the Citadel? And he says, well, that's where the maesters go to learn. To learn. (laughs) And then he says, I've always wanted to be a maester when I was a child, but... I took the black and now I'm a man of the night's watch. So that's why he's always in them books. Cause mm-hmm. he loves learning and he loves some books. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So then Stannis comes in and Gilly immediately runs out. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> Every time someone comes in, that's not just her and uh, Sam, she runs out. Mm-hmm. So he asks him, oh, you're Samuel Tarly, aren't you? And he's like, yes, I am, Your Grace. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I knew your, de- your father, Randall Tarly, he defeated my brother mm-hmm. at the Battle of Whatever, the only battle he ever lost. And so he's like, I admired your father. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, mm, well. Mm. Yeah, well. Whatever. He said, you don't look like a soldier. That's what I say, Stannis. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so then he's asking Sam... Um, I heard that you killed a white walker. How did you do that? And so Sam tells him with dragon glass, obsidian. He's like, oh, yeah, we have that at Dragonstone. How, why did it kill them? And, and Sam's telling him, I don't know, but I've been reading all these books. I've been trying to figure out, and I think I've learned a little bit about why the children of the forest used to hunt with dragon glass. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of it. And he says, well, Lady Melisandre says death marches on the wall. And Sam tells him, yeah, I've seen it. An army of dead. Mm. And so Stannis says, well, we need to know how to fight them. So keep reading. Yeah, that was interesting. And keep learning. I like that. It was interesting. Because it shows Stannis is like not totally poo-pooing the fact that these fucking things exist. Like everybody else does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was, I like that. It was interesting. Whatever. I know, because you don't like Sam. But look, he's useful because he's going to learn and help them figure out why this shit works. Well, he need to hurry up and get on with it. Well, he's been reading them books for five seasons. No, he hasn't, because he ain't been there for five seasons. Mm. They was out traipsing around for two. <laughs> That's true. 
And if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't even know that shit works on a White Walker. Well, that is a point. So, anyway, I think that was the last scene. Okay. In the episode. Okay, do you... It was a good episode, though. I mean, I did like it. Well, I mean, it was a... It was a... It was slower. It was slow. I mean, I did like most of the scenes that we saw, but it wasn't... I mean, we learned a lot. That's about all I can say. Yeah. It wasn't my fave or anything. All right. Okay, so let's start with our feedback. Okay. Okay, our first feedback is a voicemail, and it looks like it is from Joseph. Okay, cool. So let's play that now. Hey, sisters, it's me, Joseph from Las Vegas. First time using Speak Pike or Speak Pipe. Um, so, yeah, let's get started. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, to keep it short, I enjoyed the Sansa scenes. Um, you know, it was really sad seeing her go through Ramsey's humiliation, but then at the end, oh, I'm pregnant, <laughs> and her sm- and her smile just, oh, it was so nice to see, see that. Um, and I guess Sister J was wrong about them stone men. It wasn't some sort of myth or whatever. It was legit. Um, I think it's been a while since the revelation of the dragon, so we ha- that we haven't seen any other like mystical or fantasy sort of thing going on in Game of Thrones, so it's understandable why Sister J thought it might have been not real. But yeah, they were real, um, them stone men. Um, I was really, it was kind of weird at the um when, I love that scene by the way, but um, when Tyrion is being dragged down in the water, I figured they would just stop the episode over there in that one scene. I was like, okay, where's the credits? And it was pretty long, maybe maybe 10 to 15 seconds before we see the next shot of him waking up. And Jorah, oh jeez, is he going to survive? <laughs> Hopefully, but if not, you know, we'll see. Um, yeah, can't wait to see or hear you guys really soon. Okay, I am under um, two minutes. Okay, bye sisters. Well, thank you, Joseph, for that voicemail. Thank you, Joseph, and for keeping that shit short. Yeah, you kept that shit short. But I don't recall saying that I thought these stone men were a myth. I don't remember. I don't recall that at all. I don't remember you saying that either, but honestly, you've done so many yeah, podcasts now that I can't remember for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's interesting, too. I mean, we're starting to see more of that mystical element that we yes. haven't really seen we haven't seen any White Walkers this season yet. Right. And so um, it's interesting to get that legend, and now we can see mm-hmm. where everyone's been. You know, they keep bringing up the dragon stone, or what is it called? Uh, stone men. Uh, whatever that affliction is that she's Gray got. Grayscale. Grayscale, yeah. We keep hearing about the grayscale this season like three, four, five times, and mm-hmm. now to actually see the stone men. Yep. It's really interesting. Thank you, Joseph. And yes, Jorah's got the heebie-jeebies. I don't know how long he's going to survive. Hopefully long enough to get Tyrion where he needs to go. And he'll go somewhere off and just become a stone <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <sighs> Thank you, Joseph. Okay, our next piece of feedback is an email, and it's from Joanne. Hey, Joanne. NYC. Hi, sisters. Hope you had a great Mother's Day weekend. Yep. It's hard to write in as a book reader since I don't want to spoil anything, and it's hard to comment when I know what's happening. Since this season finishes up the last book and is starting to stray, I am finding it very exciting. This was a great episode. Sansa, please do not trust that huzzy. 
As much as I am liking her dark side, she needs to keep in character and fake her way through. But Ramsey sure does make it hard not to deeply hate him. Yep. I even saw some pity in her eyes towards Theon. Fat Walda makes me smile. Do you think Ramsey will plan the baby shower? <laughs> no, he's going to try to kill her, I think. Yeah, he's going to try to He's going to try to kill her or, or kill the baby. I hope not, though. Mm-hmm. And I don't like people calling her Fat Walda. Mm. I don't know if that's the name they gave her, but we just need to call her Walda. Mm. Tyrion, oh my, I was shouting when, I, when he saw Drogon. If anything, is going to get back the smart, witty, plotting Tyrion. Yep. It's going to be the sight of that magnificent creature. He finally saw a dragon. No spoilers, but Tyrion was obsessed with dragons as a kid, just like any rich, noble, intellectual kid would. Duh. Daenerys has now to be her own advisor. She has lost all her counsel. It made me tear up her scene with Sir Barristan. Do you ladies trust Flatbutt Dario? (laughs) (laughs) How do you think he will take the wedding news? Mm. Now, that's a good question. I don't know. He's not going to do nothing. I don't think so either. I mean, he's, he's, you know, other than being her security, he's a concubine. He knows that. And and I think, I don't don't like Flatbutt Dario, but I think, I do trust that he's going to try to do what's the best of, for her. I don't know. But, you know, I don't, I don't like know. The, the actor. Um, I think Peter Baelish needs to be careful in King's Landing. What does Cersei want? Lady Elena is back. That could only mean war with Cersei. Well, next in, in the next episode, she'll be back. Yeah. Don't throw any shoes at me, Sister J. I'm done. Besides, we are halfway through, and this is my first email. <laughs> Have a great work. Excuse me. Have a great week. Also, that new show on Fox, Wayward Pines, looks really good. Mm. Much love, Joanne from the NYC. Thank you, Joanne, Joanne. for that email. And as far as the Wayward Pines, well, if you go to our Facebook page and somebody's posting some some, uh, uh, things on there, it looks like it's a dud. A lot of people said it was really good. Oh, a lot of people said they liked it. Mm -mm. I saw. Anyway. Well. I won't be watching it. I don't know. I was going to try, but I'm so behind on everything else. I'm hey, probably that, not going to have time. That until... M. Night, whatchamacallit guy, he fucks up all everything well, he does. Well, I heard it was really good, and a lot of people said that they liked it. Mm. But they were going to get, you know, of course, they're going to give it more than one episode mm. and see how it plans out. So, mm. Thank anyway. you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Well, this episode didn't do it for me for some reason. I even got to watch it in HD at my friend's house. That never happens. <laughs> but it just wasn't winning me over. Anyway, I like seeing Danny feeding her dragons a good meal. But what the fuck was that with her wanting to marry that dude? Huh? I, know. I didn't get it. I know. Sansa needs to watch her back. She's starting to see Ramsey is crazy. Yep. And apparently he comes by it honestly from his dad. Didn't realize Ruth was crazy like that, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We at the beginning. But at least she has allies. And Brienne finally didn't come off as a crazy person when she talked to that dude in the end. But serious, watch your back, Sansa. Because that, <laughs> that's so skinny, you can see her hip bones Miranda chick <laughs> is going to try and slit your throat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going to try something. She's going to try something. She's going to be fucking with her. How beautiful was that scene with Masande and Grey Worm? I know. Aw, I 
I'm glad he's alive, but poor Barristan Selmy. Mm -hmm. He went out like a warrior, though. Mm -hmm. Now, Tyrion and Jorah was my favorite part. Those stone men are fierce Mm -hmm. and contagious. Yep. Do you think Jorah is going to end up like them or die some other way? Mm. Well, I think he's going to end up like them and someone's going to have to kill his ass. I don't think he's going to end up like them. I think he'll probably... I think that that they're going to find some kind of cure. Or he'll go kill himself so he doesn't infect his beloved Daenerys. Mm. Yeah, that brings up another issue. Oh, Lord. And that is, okay, so since he's infected, then anybody he touched going to be infected. Exactly. Mm, mm, so so mm. I feel like he ain't going to be trying to touch nobody. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Well, let's hope not. Damn. Can't wait to hear the podcast. Until next time, Shalita. uh, Until next time, Shalita. P.S. Sorry, not sorry for the long ass email. (laughs) Laugh out loud. That wasn't long at all, Shalita. uh, That was appropriate. Thank you, Shalita. That was appropriately linked. (sighs) Thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. And you know, I mean, I like the episode all except for the for the Theon shit. I'm so sick and tired of that storyline. It's just, oh, I like to kill him already. Theon shit and the Daenerys shit. Yeah, and another Daenerys shit. Well, it ended up. It, 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 I like the it just, seems, it just seems out of character for her. I don't know what it is. Because, mm. see, every season there's something that we all kind of go, ugh, why yeah. is she doing that? And then it comes all the way back around towards the end and we love her again. Mm-hmm. But they, I, I just hate that they keep doing that. They keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next piece of feedback is a voicemail. So let me play that now. Okay. Hello, sisters and Sister Speak family. This is Eleanor from the DMV, which we lovingly call the District of Maryland. I'm sorry, District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia. Uh, I've been following you guys uh, from The Walking Dead from many seasons. Um, I've done a voicemail um, with you once, uh, maybe some um, written in emails as well. And now I'm following you in Game of Thrones. I'm going to try to keep it simple because I don't want to be too long ass. But anyway, um, I just want to say that Red Witch wants Jon Snow's little swimmers, and she's going to do anything she can to get him. She's just trying to make a better shadow baby since she found out that Stannis' little swimmers were just a little too weak. Jon better be careful, though, because she may come to him as a vision or in a dream as a grit since she gave him that little blurb about, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, that was a foreshadowing of things to come, and that dream might be a nightmare. Cersei, on the other hand, had better watch her step because that high sparrow has something in store for her, because you know he is aware of her incestuous relationship with Jamie. And I really feel bad for Toman. Poor kid, he is clueless. Anyway, I'm going to sum up with um, my tagline, and it goes like this. Hypocrisy is a boil. Lancing a boil is never pleasant. Cersei, you are the biggest boil on the butt of Westeros. Bye for now. Eleanor from DMV signing off. Bye. Oh, thank you, Eleanor, for that voicemail. Thank you, Eleanor. I love your tagline. That's I love awesome. it. She is the biggest boil on, on the, the face ass of, on of the ass of Westeros. She is. Oh, that is good. That is really good. That is good. Okay, now that's a good point about a vision. Yeah. Oh, coming to John. As soon as you said that, I thought, oh my gosh, I bet you're right. Because, because that was probably foreshadowing when she turned around and, and said that and then gave that little sly smirk mm-hmm. thing. Oh, and especially Lord. because they're about to go to war. And if she yep. sees that she needs to step in, she's going to need something to step in with. And that's how he won. Well, that's how he killed Renly to get all yeah. the 
the bannerman for him. Yep. So, before oh, the Blackwater. So. But you are right, though. I do remember the Red Witch saying, uh, saying something to Stannis about the fact that, yeah, yellow sperm just wasn't strong enough. Or something. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. She, she mentioned some, and she didn't put it in those terms, but yeah, she did mention something, and that was before she, she had got uh, 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 Gendry. But I don't, I don't remember that at all because she, the Shadow Baby did what it was supposed to do. He killed Renly. Now, the That's reason true. he didn't win the Blackwater is because he didn't take her. That's true. So she but couldn't no, do nothing. She for said him. something about that, though. Oh. Yeah. She said something about that. I don't know. Thank you, Eleanor. Thank you, Eleanor. When she said, when you said DMV, I thought you were talking about the motor vehicles department. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've oh, never heard of it called District of God. Columbia, Maryland, in Virginia. I've never heard of that. Mm. But anyway, thank you, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next feedback is from Joanne Bronx. Oh, Joanne. AKA Bronx. Okay. Hey, Hi, Joanne. sisters. Sorry. I, well, Bronx. Call her Bronx. Okay, Bronx. Sorry, Joanne. I meant to say Bronx, but anyway. All right. Um, Hi, sisters. Sorry I've been so delinquent in sending feedback to you, but the family here seems to have been more than making up for my lack. So, again, Sansa is still wearing that tired old power of veto necklace. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we said. I've also noted she has not changed that dress in three episodes. Yep. Time to air it out, don't you think? Mm-hmm. That ugly necklace must have something more to it. I think so, too. Yeah, I think it's a, a knife. or This show doesn't seem poison. to make something so obvious for no reason. Mm-hmm. And that power of veto sticks out like a dead dog at a horse race. <laughs> I'm still waiting to find out if the ugly duckling necklace actually has any redeeming value to the girl. I think something's up with yeah, that, Yeah, something's up. Did you hear... Uh, excuse me, did your heart stop for that black moment after Tyrion went over the side of their boat into the water? Yep. Yes. I was expecting that white lettering that appears at the end of at the end with my heart in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what Joseph said too. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a long moment. It was a long pause. Of darkness. Mm-hmm. They toyed with us, the rapscallions. <laughs> at the end of this week's episode, when Jorah pulled up his sleeve to reveal... The bit of grayscale starting. My brain kicked right into the walking dead mode. And I was yelling at my TV, cut that forearm off. The <laughs> That's wonder, a good question. I wonder if that will work like I in the walking if, dead. I, I bet it could. Unfortunately, mm. Jorah did not think as quick as Rick Grimes and just pulled his sleeve back down over it again. Hopefully he will run into whichever witch doctor Stannis found to help Shireen. Yep. This season's episode seemed to be clicking puzzle piece right into place. Building up the finale. I can't wait to see what happens in that last installment for the season. Until then, don't marry anyone named Ramsey, sisters. <laughs> Bronx. Thank you, Bronx. Thank you, Bronx. For that uh, email. And oh, yeah. I, I would never. Uh, hey, you see somebody named Ramsey, you, you run the other way. Run. Mm-hmm. But as far as Jorah, I think, I think, yeah, I think. He's going to run into somebody or something. I don't believe that, that he's going to be turning into one of those stone men. I just don't don't believe it. And he'll die first or he'll get cured? I think he'll be cured. Maybe, you know, if he gets there, if it's slow enough, if when not, he gets there, he could say, hey, it's on my arm, cut my arm off. Or I don't know if that'll we're, work. We're going to have to see. We'll see. Thank you, Bronx. Okay, our next 
uh, feedback is a voicemail from Bunny. Oh, okay. So let's, we got to play we that. We got to play that. Let's play it now. This is Bunny. I'm sending in my feedback, and it'll be short. Okay. I'm hurt to think that I watch this episode. So hurt. No area or jacking. Higa, even though they hurt me, showing Ramsey's ass like they do, I could never, ever burn a man like you do. Ooh. Oh, buddy, buddy. you hot mess. Oh. Oh, My that was good. You know what? Thank you for the voicemail, Bunny. That has that has got to be the best <laughs> voicemail we've ever. Had. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you did that. First of all, Bunny, oh, you have a great voice. Oh, that's oh, that was hilarious. That was, that was some good singing. That was pretty good singing. Yeah. Oh. But oh, oh my goodness, buddy. that is hilarious. That is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you for thank that you laugh. Glory <laughs> to Oh, she said she hurt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm, mm, mm. That's good. Okay, our next feedback is from Joanna. Oh, hey, hey Joanna. Joanna. Hey, Joanna. So this is different than Joanna. This is a Joanna. Okay. Hi, sisters. I've been a longtime podcast listener, mostly to NPR shows, and only recently thought to look up pop culture podcasts on my favorite TV shows. Lo and behold, found you guys. Yay. I was lured in by your adorable little line drawings, and I've been avidly <laughs> listening. <laughs> I'm also working through your backlogs when I've got the time and I've been telling my friends about your awesome cast and your honest down-to-earth breaking-it-down style. Yeah. Love it. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you, Joanna. And we welcome like to the Sisters Speak yeah, family. Yeah, welcome to the family. Keeping this short. So, first of all, I am a fan of new Dario. I'm into the shaggy, scruffy look, so I'll take the clenched pancake as over Fabio. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> now on to the episode. Poor Sansa. Having dinner with everyone who killed different members of her family and suffering through the mean girl's underhandedness yep. of Miranda. Miranda. Hope Sansa can stick a bitch when the time comes. <laughs> Looking forward to that showdown. Yes, that yeah, would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. When Tyrion's vision went black, I went, oh, hell no, <laughs> thinking they would start rolling the credits then. Mm-hmm. Went to check how much time was left on the episode and was relieved. Any guesses on if Tyrion also caught Grayscale? Jorah lied. Why not T? See, I don't think Tyrion lied. I don't think he lied because... That guy grabbed him by his boot. Yeah, and his by his shoe. And, and I don't think it goes through clothes. Mm-mm. So I think he's, I think he's okay. Also, since you all mentioned it in an earlier podcast, I perked up in the Roos Bolton scene to really listen to his voice. Mm-hmm. Hot. <laughs> I 
I know. It is. He's got a nice, sexy voice. Congrats to Ruth and Walda. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, moment of silence for, for Sir Barristan the Bold. Mm-hmm. Unhappy face. Okay, that's all. Thanks for the awesome casting. Cheers, Joanna, a.k.a. Hot for Oberyn. Rest in peace, John and Dario. <laughs> Thank you, Joanna, for that Thank voice. Thank you, Joanna. Uh, that email. Oh, Lord, have mercy. She said she likes her some new Dario. Mm, mm, Scruffy mm. and scraggly mm, look is for mm, her. Mm, mm. Nah, nah. I want Bucky. I, well, I prefer Bucky, but still, I'm a mm-hmm. Jack and fan. Well, so. yeah, for you. For me. So. For me. Oh, that's mm-hmm. funny. Thank you, Joanna. Our next email is <laughs> is from Sister Tesh. Hey, Sister Tesh. 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 I hope I get this in on time. I don't know when you record. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sister Tesh is like <laughs> And she knew, too. I am so happy. She, Yeah, she must be new. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy Grey Worm and Masande finally get it together. His speech about never seeing her again made, had me wailing my head off. I know. My almost husband puts up with a lot of nonsense when Thrones is on. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think about all the little boys that were still in training to be unsullied. Where are the kids? Grey Worm and Masande, Masande should adopt them all. That girl deserves an army too. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I don't think there's any more Unsullied because once she freed them, they weren't, they yeah. weren't doing that anymore. They weren't Unsullied anymore. Yeah. That was in Young Kai. I don't think there are any, Mm-mm. but um, I'm really, I really am trying to take Ramsey seriously, but he is so whipped. I can hear the waplish, the, the wop bit. Oh gosh. I can't pronounce this. W-A-P-S-H. Wapsh from here. OMG, I laughed so hard when his girlfriend bit him. And turned to my almost husband and said, I bet he likes it. And he did. Mm. That girl does not take any of his nonsense. See, I think she did it out of a little bit of fear because she didn't want to be she did. uh, hurt from him. Right. Because he had just threatened her. You know what I do with people that bore me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why. I wish she'd stop being such a complete toad to Theon, though. It's just punishing everyone else when he doesn't bathe. He probably can't smell himself anymore. He better have a bath before he gives Sansa away. Yeah, uh, hopefully they let him uh, dress it. up. I'm I sure they it. will, because remember when they cleaned him up to get Mo Kalen? Well, that's true. I understand why Ruth and Ramsay had the conversation about Ramsay's mother. So Ramsay would be totally shattered and Ruth could give him support, reinforcing loyalty and affection. Psychological warfare on your children is not okay, Ruth. Shame. <laughs> Ruth don't care. He don't care. That's why Ramsey is crazy. He just want what he want. But he does get props for defending his wife's size. He didn't defend her. He didn't say nothing. He looks like they are fond of each other, and I like that. Mm. She doesn't seem phased at all by what living with the Boltons and Winterfell is like. It's still probably better than the twins. Mm. Well, I think she's just happy to be married. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, yeah. And he didn't defend her at all. He just let that shit slide. Right, and actually, the only reason he married her is, is to get a phrase help. And money. For that red wedding as shit. As y'all have posted, yeah. he was promised his the wife's weight in gold, whatever wife exactly. he chose. And so he chose the heaviest you know, the one. Heavy one, you know. Tyrion finally got to see a dragon. That makes me so happy. Yeah. 
The stone men did not make me happy. Not happy at all. It makes me wonder about something. Gilly said her sisters had grayscale and their father led them into the forest and they didn't come back. Makes me wonder if he killed them or gave them to the White Walkers. Mm-mm. I think he killed them. I'm not sure I want to think about that. I think he would have killed them. I think he would kill them. Because mm-hmm. it seems like the White Walkers want the babies, not the full-grown people. All I can say is Jorah better invest in a good pair of gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad Danny isn't afraid of her dragons. They just needed a snack. Mm. Well, no. They need to be free. Mm-hmm. I think she made the right decision opening the fighting pits, and I think it was right to change the rules a little. No one can say it isn't fair. Also, it will get her give her a constant supply of food for the dragons. That now that could be. That had to be the silliest proposal I have ever seen. Since you're already down there, I'm gonna make you my bitch. Excuse <laughs> my bitch. Later, Daenerys turns on her heel and struts out the door. And OMG, can we talk about her wardrobe? The costume department is doing an amazing job. I need to get back to the gym. Well, I will say the dress she had on, which was like a white sparkly dress, Daenerys, mm-hmm. was, I liked it. I really liked that dress. Well, she usually looks good in yeah. her clothing. Mm-hmm. I think I've done, excuse me, I think I've gone on long enough. Yeah, you have. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Love, Sister Tesh. And then she said, she had a P.S. Uh, I say almost husband because I'm getting married on the 16th. Yay, me. Oh, that's nice. Well, congratulations, Sister Congratulations. And actually, that means you just got married. Just got married. we're a little bit behind. And so that would have been yesterday. Yep. She got married. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. What's your husband's name, Sister So I can give him a shout out. Almost husband. <laughs> His name is almost, almost husband. Almost husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's husband. Husband. Mm-hmm. That reminds me. I was married now. I'm married now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Miss Shug. <laughs> Ooh, and if y'all don't know what that's about, <laughs> go look, go it, look up. it up. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, thank okay. you, Miss uh, Sister Tesh. Thank you, Sister Tesh, but that was a uh, borderline long ass, so shorten it up next Just time. Just borderline. <laughs> okay, our next feedback Looks like it is from, who is this from? Oh, Will of House Sister Keepers of the Verticals Weston and Essos. <laughs> hey, Will. Hey, sisters. This is a mere cupbearer of House Sister. Hoping you're both enjoying Taste Summer Lot, Tasty Summer Isles. <laughs> but are y'all trying to kill the boy? All love to the Sister Speak Nation. Well, Cupbringer, Will Cupbringer for Sister K and J. Masande, Valar Morgulis, Daenerys, yes, all men must die, but we are not men. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. <laughs> I think he's trying to say because he, because uh, we late. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's trying to say, Will. I caught that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Will, but you know how it go. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you've heard us long enough, yeah, you know how, you know how it go. We, you know we get busy. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Okay, our next email is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, hey, ladies. Glad you're back. 
Okay, this is my first email of the season. Uh-oh. I've been super lazy about emailing because I didn't feel like hopping on IMDb to try and learn how to spell everyone's names again. <laughs> didn't want to get clocked for punctuation and misspelling too. <laughs> but I have a few thoughts in these past five episodes. Okay. I wouldn't say they were slow, but there is just a lot of exposition. A lot, lot, lot. I'm about ready for a starking, but here we go. One, Brienne, go home. Take your ass home, please. <laughs> you ain't gonna do nothing but fuck something up. <laughs> and keep your mouth shut. Damn. I, yeah, she be telling too many people. Everybody, mm-hmm. all the business. Mm-hmm. Two, Cersei, in the words of Fred G. Sanford, you big dummy, <laughs> you dumb. Just a dumb, dumb, dumb dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She gonna find that. Well, out. she she just didn't think. It, she did not think beyond her jealousy. Nope. She did not think beyond that. Three, Marjorie. Okay, girl, I love you a lot and stuff, and I would quickly become a bannerman to, uh, for your house. But you walked up to Sarah, say like, "Who gonna check me, boo?" <laughs> turned on you real quick and went after your family and now got you running like a little kid calling for your grandmama. Yep. Stay in your lane, Marjorie, and be patient. Cersei is giving herself enough rope to hang herself. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. For Danny, you've got 8,000 Unsullied, the Second Sons, three dragons, a fleet of ships, wheat, beef, and gold. Now you're going to marry a highborn instead of a lowborn like you should be doing. Mm-hmm. I swear you are fucking up left and right. Oh, yeah. You could fuck up a wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> Five, Drogon. What do you think of Drogon coming back to Marine after all this time? Notice that he sniffed Danny before flying off. My first thought was he came back to check on her because he sensed something was wrong. Yeah. Or that his mom was in trouble. But maybe him sniffing was a symbol of him not recognizing her anymore, or rather what she is becoming. He flew away immediately without letting her touch him. Hmm. I don't know about that. Well, I I think it's just a matter of we know the dragon is CGI. I think, from my point of view, she she touched his little snout. I mean, that's why he he was purring. He did that little purring. But because it's like... Not really there, you know. I don't think she really even touched well, him. Well, it looked like she was she touching him. She was trying to, and I agree. He, he flew off without her touching him, but I don't think that he doesn't recognize her anymore. I think he was just trying to, you know, find out if she was okay and then go Obviously, on. obviously, they have a mental bond where he felt her fear mm-hmm. and anger and whatever else she was feeling when they was hissing her. Yeah, they was hissing her. They was hissing her ass. Six. And throwing rocks and shit at her, too. Six. I've been meaning to ask this question since last season. Why is Maester Aemon alive? Why did King Robert not have him killed when he wanted to wipe out the entire Targaryen lineage? Because Maester Aemon is a maester. Well, no. He, he left before all that. Yeah. Because he was supposed to be in line for the king, but he didn't want to do that. Yeah. And so he had already That's- left... Mm. became a maester and went to the wall before all that shit kicked off. Yep. So he couldn't even get to him if he wanted to. I think he could have, but I think because the wall is supposed to be sacred mm-hmm. and you don't go and snatch up people from the wall, mm-hmm. that he was protected. Uh, seven, Jon Snow. Be careful with Miss Melisandre. If there's nothing else you can think of, just remember the neo-soul prolific artist Jill Scott 
and her lyrics, there's power in them rolling heels. Hmm. Eight, Sam and Stannis. I love that scene. Just the two of them talking and confirming necessary information on screen. It's been a long time since I've seen this on any TV show. Yeah, I like that scene too. Uh, nine, Sansa. Did you see the dinner scene when they, were, when they all raised the glass to Bolton and Walda and how Sansa put the cup down without drinking? She must have thought it was a glass of yellowtail red rue. <laughs> <laughs> she acted like I would imagine Sister Kay would act. Mm, mm, yes, mm. yes. Mm, she said mm, she wasn't toasting that shit. But, but think about it. She already told uh, 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 Littlefinger in that end that she did not like to taste the ale. So she probably don't like drinking wine either. Right. See. Well, I think it was more not so much that she didn't like it, but more of I'm not toasting to this. Well, yeah, that with too. With these motherfucking exactly. people. Exactly. Not with she these. was salty about the shit with Theon. Yep. Uh, ten. Jorah. Don't nobody care. Anybody who emails saying otherwise is lying. That's <laughs> That, well, but he got Tyrion, well, so we do Well, people do care, care about Jorah. I just was annoyed with him always talking about he loves somebody mm-hmm. and shit. Um, Eleven, Shireen. I feel like something will happen to her. Remember last season when the Red Witch said she had an important part to play in the war? Now she gets a tender scene with her dad. I hope I'm wrong. Oh, that I is a good point. I hope you're wrong, too. Yeah, I hope you're wrong, too, but that is a good point. So sorry about this above-average-in-length email. Not quite long ass territory. Yes, it is long ass territory. Making up to do. <laughs> Thanks, A. Manny Mountain. P.S. Bolton and Walda. I ain't mad at you. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. Thank you, Manny, for that long ass email. Long time no here. <laughs> I know. Don't let so much time go next time. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, our next email is from uh, Rasha. Yeah. Rasha? Ra- no. Rashia. Rashia. That's how you pronounce oh, it. Oh, hey, Rashia. Thank you, Rashia, because she even gave me the phonetic spelling. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Rashia. Oh, hey, now, see, we like that. Yeah, we like that. Mm-hmm. Rashia. Hey, sisters. I am new to the Sister Speak family, but um, this is my first time seeing in feedback. Ooh, yeah. And I'm writing you guys from Raleigh, North Carolina. Ooh. Welcome, Rashia. Welcome to the family, Rashia. I stumbled upon your podcast when searching for more Walking Dead commentary and was pissed as hell I had not found you guys sooner. I was like, where has this been all my life? (laughs) (laughs) We've been here since 2007. After I calmed down, I almost passed out again when I realized you guys had a podcast on True Blood. Yep. What? Yep. That was my show, but I digress. (laughs) So on to them thrones. I've been binge-watching over the last month to catch up from season one until now. I have been listening to you guys all the way, and I'm so happy to be all caught up. Sisters, you just don't know. (laughs) I have never been so mad at the internet. I was spoiled a few major deaths via Wikipedia while trying to find out more about the characters. Mm. So now I can learn more about the characters without fear of being spoiled and I'm excited to watch the rest of the season with the Sister Speak Nation. Yay! Yeah, see, you gotta watch out for yeah. some websites. Yeah. Make sure if you go to a website, it says at the top, no spoilers. Or yeah. that they have a separate spoiler page. Yeah. And they only keep, like, there's some websites that only keep up with the show. Yeah. So they only post shit that's current with the show, which is good. Uh, now on to the episode. I just have to say, I felt so bad for Reek, a.k.a. Theon. He is just so pitiful. 
When Ramsay paraded Theon in front of Sansa at dinner, she was looking at him like, damn, this mofo is crazy. Yep. <laughs> I am ready for Ramsay to die. He plays that character too well. If I ever see him in the streets, I'm crossing to the other side. <laughs> I am so ready for them to do something with Theon, too, because Ramsay bringing up what he did in Winterfell almost made me yell at the TV. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, the North remembers. <laughs> Moving on to Marine, I thought I heard a collective awe from the Sister Speak family during the Masande and Grey Worm scenes. Oh, yeah. They are just too cute. They're very they cute. Are. Lastly, I'll touch on the Tyrion and Jorah scenes. Tyrion was too funny trying to get on Jorah's good side. And was it just me or did it feel like an episode of The Walking Dead when those stone men started jumping out of everywhere? <laughs> I was like, holy crap, when that first guy jumped off that cliff into the water near the boat. Woo! And mm-hmm. what is Jorah going to do now? Yep. Cut to next episode, Daenerys. Jorah, what's that on your arm? Jorah. Oh, baby, that ain't nothing but a little is eczema. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, sisters. Love the podcast. You guys are awesome. And sorry if this email was long as. Valar Margolis and signing off as Rishia from the house right First of my name and Queen of the Carolinas. Check y'all later. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle, for that. Thank you, Michelle. Love it. It wasn't too long. It wasn't too long. No, no it was it, it was medium. Yeah, medium. And welcome to the group. Welcome to the family. Yay. <laughs> I'm glad you found us. Yeah. It's so funny how I always am interested to hear how people find us. I know, you know and after, especially when they say, we, we didn't even know you were out there. Yeah. We've been out there a long time. Yeah, but it's just a matter of, you know, if you don't know that That's we're true. there, you wouldn't really know to look for it, mm-hmm. I guess. So, All right, well, our next feedback is um, from Liz. Hey, Liz. A voicemail. Cool. So let me play that now. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Uh, first, Marine, why did they have to kill off Sir Barristan and leave us with fake Dario? Speaking of which, I, um, I think it's a very deliberate choice on the part of the costumer. His armor makes him look like a cockroach, and I think that's a deliberate choice. Um, Danny, at least she finally asked Masande her advice, but um, what do you think of this marriage plan, sisters? I'm not so sure about it myself. Seems, seems shady. Uh, next, Shireen taught Gilly to read, and um, now Gilly's all excited about books and wants to know where are, where's the place with the most books. So I think this is a really neat direction for that character. Um, And I was thinking if anyone should become a Meister, it would be Shireen. Um, But I, I mean, I don't know if that's a possibility for women in Westeros, but it seems like, you know, that would, that would be perfect for her. Finally, Sansa. I'm really excited by the direction this character's going and um, looking forward to see what happens at Winterfell. Um, I love how they're giving her all these little sarcastic lines now because it made me remember back in season one before all this crap happened to her, she would say things that were rude or snotty. And back then it was annoying, but now I love it. And I love that um, that's coming out of her again because for so long she was this character that never got to speak her mind. You never uh, knew what she was thinking or feeling because she could not speak it aloud to anybody around her except for that one time with Lady Olena and Marjorie. So the fact that um, now she's kind of speaking out a little bit and 
her face during that scene with um, when they trotted Reek out just said everything because you could see she's just completely holding it together except for that single tear that came out. And that was a tear not of sadness, but of, I believe, of anger. And I think that um, when she looked sideways at Ramsey, we were seeing that she, she understands exactly what kind of psychopath he is and what his insecurities are, and she is going to exploit them to her advantage. So this is, this is looking really exciting, sisters, but this is getting long, so bye. Thank you, Liz, for that voice. Thank mail. you, Liz. And I agree about uh, Sansa and, and her reaction to Ramsey. Yeah, she now knows what his weakness is yep. and that she's probably going to try to exploit it. Yeah, fuck mm-hmm. with him a little bit like yeah. he'd be fucking with other people, mm-hmm. you know, and her. Yep. So I, I definitely agree with that. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Okay, our next email is from Gwen. Hey, Gwen. Hey, Gwen. Hi, Sister J, and hello, Sister K. This is Gwen from New Jersey. I'm not sure when you'll be reading this, but I'm writing it after the fifth episode of Game of Thrones. (laughs) I was directed to your Walking Dead podcast by someone on Tumblr, and I am hooked. Ooh. Ooh. Tumblr. I don't even use Tumblr. (laughs) You guys crack me up. There have been several moments when on the the train that I have had to hold back from laughing out loud, (laughs) especially when Sister J read poor Coco like a trashy novel. (laughs) (laughs) I know that people had to be looking at me like I was crazy. Anyway, I watched Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. Walking Dead is my favorite because of Michonne and Deny, but I've been hooked on Dim Thrones longer. Yep. I haven't listened to the Game of Thrones podcast yet. But as soon as I'm finished with the Walking Dead ones, I'm going to start. As I said before, Game of Thrones isn't my favorite of the two. But the shit that goes down on that show is entertaining as hell. (laughs) Have you seen the Saturday Night Live skit where they did a black version of Game of Thrones? Mm -mm. Directed by John Singleton that took place in South Centros? No. Yes. uh, Someone posted that on our Facebook page. Oh, I might have to go look. I died. Please look it up if you haven't already. It's funny. Okay. It is funny. It's on our Facebook page? Yeah, or you could probably look on YouTube easier. Okay. Um, I, I also wanted to know your thoughts on Daenerys. I love her, and I had to chuckle when she went to see her dragon babies, and they damn near had her for dinner. <laughs> One, did she think that they forgot that she locked their asses up in there in the first place? Exactly. And two, if that Khaleesi was a black mother of dragons... Them babies would have known better than to act like that. Hell yeah. Well, they, uh, First of all, they wouldn't have been locked up. I don't think so either. No. Hopefully I'll get to your Game of Thrones podcast soon. And next Sunday's episode looks like it's going to be good. Gwen. P.S. I don't get why Oberyn's wife wants revenge so badly. I get that her husband was murdered, but he signed up for that shit. And the man he fought was as big as the fucking Hulk. <laughs> I feel like she had to know that some fuck shit was going to happen and that killing him would not be easy. That's true. However, I am glad that she is on the show, if only for the fact that this show needs some color, if you know what I mean. Yes, we do. And did you notice that one of the girls with her was Keisha Castle Hughes from the film Well Rider? Nope. Had nope. no idea. Had no idea. Never she heard of that film the- either. <laughs> well, I haven't. Me neither. Never heard of it. She was the girl at the hospital with Beth that had her arm chopped off. Hmm. Sorry if this email was long as. I hope to start the podcast soon, Gwen. <laughs> Thank 
you, Gwen. Thank you, Gwen, for, for writing in, even though you've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones fifth season. No, she says she's watched Game of Thrones. She hasn't heard our podcast. Oh, okay. On Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. All right. She's still doing um, Walking Dead. Okay, great. Yeah, and Gwen, I didn't notice that the girl from the Walking Dead hospital bed was the same chick next to Ilaria, Ilari, what is her name? Ilaria Marco. Uh-huh. I don't even recall. I don't think kid. they were even married, though. They weren't married. They were just Who? lovers. Oberyn and Ilaria. Yeah, that's his like little concubine. Elia. I mean, yeah, because like they said, you know, in Dorne, they don't ne- they don't bother with conventions of marriage and shit like yeah, that. They just get together. But they don't hide all their kids neither. Right. You know. So, so. that's yeah. his paramour. That's the way he introduced her. Yes, my paramour. My paramour. Thank you, Gwen. Okay, our next feedback. Is from Miss FDM. Hey, Miss FDM. Hey, sisters. Missed you guys, but I hope you you both took some much needed R and R and had a nice Mother's Day. We did. One. You ever know somebody who does the most? Who does the most so hard that it's not even interesting? Well, that's Ramsey Bolton for you. I know. He just needs to die and be done. He he is boring. Yeah. He's so worried about somebody else boring his ass. He's boring my ass. He made all the scenes awkward for no reason. Yep. Daddy Ruth is even more creepy than we thought. <laughs> that rape conception story that no one asked to hear. Exactly. I halfway feel bad for Walda. I do not. Because she's going to have to watch her back now that she's with child mm-hmm. and actually seems like a nice person despite the family she was born into and married into. Yeah, I feel... Yeah, I, I do feel bad for her. ...worry for her because she's going to have to watch her back but at this point. She won't, though. Because uh, 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 you could tell like a dinner, she's clueless. I don't think she's clueless. I think, I she's, think just, she's clueless. I don't think so. I think she just keeps on stepping because she don't want to be the one tortured next. Mm-hmm. Two, I don't think Miranda, Miranda. Miranda's hating as got long for this world. She's either going to bore Psycho and die or step a little too wrong to Sansa, and either she or the loyal Winterfell slash North crew is going to handle her. That did could be. Did y'all peep that snark and LF? Lady, uh, that snark and LF taught side eye that Sansa threw at dinner when Ramsay let all his insecurities show. Miss Stark has been paying attention. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, little finger. Oh, all that snark and little. Fi- oh, little finger side eye. Yeah. Okay. But you know he be doing that. Now y'all need to let me know <laughs> when you abbreviate, abbreviate mean. <laughs> uh, three. Great to see Maester Aemon again. So it was sad to hear that he's dying, even if he is 100 plus years old. Yeah. Do you think they're going to send Sam to the Citadel to become a maester since he will need a replacement and knows he's dying? Oh, no, that's an idea. That's an idea, but I don't know that they can going to have time for all that. Yeah. Because winter is winter coming. Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Four. Oh, Danny, it is getting increasingly hard to enjoy you. While I, un- while, <coughs> excuse me, I enjoy the dragons. I hate what she did to that random master because of Sami's death. Yep. I low-key don't believe that they had anything to do with the Sons of the Harpy attack. Are they a religious order? It wasn't explained very well. Yeah. I also, don't, I don't know that either, see. I, I think his Dario, whatever the fuck his name is, his Dar is the one doing it. Mm-hmm. Also, well, he's the one kind of leading them up. I, I think he is, too. I think it's other... Heads of family and royal and the yeah. what do you call it the the mm-hmm. rich people the slave owners 
Also, Danny killed him in private, but couldn't manage to do that for her supporters. Okay, girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. See? Yep. Five. It was cool to see old Valeria, the stone men, and more more dragons who don't belong to the Targs. I'm all for new places, but I'm going to need Jorah to handle that patch of grayscale, (laughs) which, of course, he won't do before it gets out of hand. Nope. He won't. Well, first of all... That wasn't more dragons. That was Drogon. Yeah, that was Drogon. Because he had the red wings. So that wasn't like an extra dragon. Well, because Drogon is the one that is black, all, all black but with red underwing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's who that was. So there's still only three of them, but yep. she got two of them locked up. So he the only one going to be out there. <laughs> Sorry if this is long. Y'all have a blessed week, Miss FDM. Thank you, Miss FDM. Thank you, Miss FDM. For that borderline long-ass email. And she has a PS. Yeah, I figured that. <laughs> See, I was waiting for you. I don't know why you hesitated. Do you think that Faux Dario actually knows who is behind all the Sons of Harpy attacks? I was reading in the Facebook group that a few people shared this opinion, and we know Game of Thrones is full of betrayal, so it may not be a stretch. I don't know. I don't think so. I think if he knew that, he would tell her. I think he would because he'd want to be in, in even more favor. And he'd be like, look, I'm about to kill him and this is why. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. There you go. Uh, yeah, I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows either. I don't think he knows. Mm-hmm. No. And uh, because I don't think he would sanction or even tolerate his second sons being being uh, their throats cut like that. No, way. he would take care of it. Exactly. If he knew. So he would go revenge them. So, yeah. yeah. I think so, I too. don't think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, Miss FDM. Thank you, Miss FDM. All right, our next email is from Sandy. Hey, Sandy. Hello, sisters. And her subject line is, winter is taking its own sweet time. I know. I know, that's right. <laughs> okay, hello, sisters. Long, sullen silences and an occasional punch in the face. The Mormont way. <laughs> that's a good quote. Yeah, that is a good quote. Oh, look, Drogon is flying fast to the old country and far away from his mad queen mama. Mm-hmm. Ladies, you and the family will surely cover this episode humor- humorously and in-depthly. Stannis, and- Stannis is on his way to those nightmare people, the Boltons, and I wanted to mention a wayward warrior he may encounter on the way. Mm-hmm. He gads, Brienne, to the wall with thee. Hot <laughs> is going to be flayed by the Boltons for her bumbling ways. Yeah. She is the worst secret agent ever. I know it. She there tells everybody. no discretion in her. Mm. Didn't the Bolton banner men try to feed her to a bear a year or so ago? Absolutely. They showed did. You know what? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. The wall needs warriors, and it's the, place, and it's the best place for Brienne. She can fight, and she's tenacious, the perfect candidate for the First Lady Lord Commander. <laughs> it has been 8,000 years of the wall and 900-plus male Lord Commanders. It's time, and winter is maybe coming in two to three years. <laughs> I don't think John is coming back to the wall after rounding up the wildlings. He may have to take the fight to Winterfell. Is it wrong that I want Ruth Bolton to read me stories? Mm. I vote for the actor to record the entire series of A Song of Ice and Fire again. Also, I wouldn't mind a com- compendium of Stephen, excuse me, a compendium of King Stannis' motivational quotes. I will not be a page in someone else's history book. Keep <laughs> reading, Samwell Tarly. <laughs> Fewer. You are the Princess Shireen of House Baratheon, and you are my daughter. Until next week, sisters, Valar Morgulis, Sandy. 
Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Sandy. For that email. <laughs> See, and I um I don't think Brienne's even thinking about the wall, but that's a good maybe place for her to go once she ends up doing whatever the fuck she's gonna do. I don't think she's Or fucking up whatever she's thinking she's gonna do. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna be surviving. I hope she survives, but I don't think yeah. she's gonna be saving Sansa because how the hell is she gonna do that? Nope. You know? Thank you, Sandy. Okay, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Sister J, Sister K, and family. Hope you had a good Mother's Day weekend, sisters. Yep. It'll, I'll be quick because this is probably getting very close to being late. One, <laughs> I miss the old Dracarys motherfucker days. <laughs> I know it! Yeah. Danny is going to do whatever the hell she wants. Might as well light some folks up. <laughs> Best wishes, his dar. Good mm-hmm. luck with that new bride you didn't ask for. <laughs> yeah. Because she's going to run his ass. He is pretty cute, though. I already like him better than the new Dario. Oh, yeah. Now, he, he's cute, though. No, he's not cute. Yeah, he is. No. He's a nice-looking guy. No. Now, between him and the new Dario, I'd have to say new Dario. Oh, hell no. Not for good look. I don't want him, either. But as far as... um. Liking him better? No, he's not trustworthy. He is not trustworthy. At least Dario is trustworthy. I know that he's not going to betray Daenerys. No. Uh, two, why won't anyone listen to the Starks? Winter is fucking coming. Even people who've personally seen White Walkers don't care. <laughs> it's like the Walking Dead. Why? We don't need to lock these gates. It'll be fine. Just get bit. I know that's right. <laughs> That is so true. Because why are they so lackadaisical? Winter's coming. Yeah, so let's get our asses far, yeah. far away. Three. Two through with the Boltons and their jacked up mind games. I am Sansa so Sansa better push that trick off the broken tower. Mm-mm. Yep. She won't, though. Mm-mm. Four. Peter Dinklage is such a good actor. I felt like I was seeing Drogon for the first time. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was very good. Damn, now Jorah's got grayscale and they lost their boat. How many episodes will it take for them to walk somewhere relevant? Uh, about four more. <laughs> Until next time, take care, sisters. Lady Aaron, middle finger, Baelish. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the middle finger. Okay. Oh, Thank you, Aaron. That cracks me up. <sighs> okay, our next email is from Ebony. Hey, Ebony. Hey, Ebony. It's been a while. I know. Well, no, she wrote in a couple weeks ago. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, sisters. I'm so happy that Grey Worm is alive. Masande probably peeked under them sheets. <laughs> ah, you, you know, know what? You know she did. Well, uh, plus, he was dressed. I mean, he was unclothed. I know I, so, she Yeah, did. you know That's she did. so funny. You know she did. So she, so she know the answer. She ain't asking no fucking questions now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she took a peek. I bet she couldn't wait to see if the pillar was there. Grey Worm is a sweetheart. He is so cute. Daenerys looked like she was going to be the Mad Queen for a minute. She is going to be the Mad Queen. Actually, nobody really looked shocked. I like how Danny assumed that his star wanted to marry her as. His face was like, nah, bitch, just take me back to the dragon. <laughs> Stan has cracked me up correcting the grammar of the Night's Watch meeting. I know it. I wonder if any of Jon's men are going to go against him when the Wildlings show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That damn Miranda needs a buffet. Did y'all see hip, her hip bone sticking out? Ew. Uh, I know. And why the hell did Ramsay make Theon apologize to Sansa for something he didn't do when his fucking daddy is sitting right there and he killed her damn brother? Yeah. 
because he's trying to dig into her. Yep, that's in the only way that he can. Exactly, that's that mental torture shit yes, he likes to do. He likes to do. Yeah, break people down. They, these are some crazy ass people. And then Ramsey's dumbass asking about Walda. How can you tell she's pregnant? <laughs> I can laugh at that. I'm big bone too. <laughs> then Ruth tells that fucked up story about Ramsey's mother. So, do you still think he has a sexy voice, Sister K? He raped his mama at the tree where her husband was still hanging. What the fuck? Mm. Then he asks for Ramsey's help to beat Stannis, and Ramsey is like, Yeah, let's do it. What a touching father-son moment. <laughs> they need to die. Look, yeah. I don't like Ruth Bolton, but the guy playing him He's got voice a sexy voice. He does have a sexy voice. Yes. Now, I don't like his crazy-ass stories either. <laughs> but I can separate the character from the man. <laughs> OMG, when Tyrion and Jorah were watching Drogon fly over... And that stone man dropped into the water. Uh-huh. I thought I was watching The Walking Dead for him. I know it. I know it. I was yelling, oh, shit. I what just, was that? I just knew the show was over when Tyrion went into the water, and I was pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, laugh out loud. Oh, there's more. Then they hit you with Jorah and the grayscale. Yep. This show is fucking with my emotions. <laughs> shit. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Ebony. <laughs> Thank you, Ebony, Thank for that you, Ebony. email. And yeah, I mean, that was a long pause. And so you, you assumed that the episode was over. I know everybody was cussing out their TV. Talking about, you can't kill Tyrion. I was upset for mm. about, what, 30 seconds. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, thank goodness. I said, they can't kill him off. That's no, just not possible. they cannot. Okay, our next email is from Alex the Taxman. Oh, Alex. Hey, sisters. It feels a little weird writing comments about this episode since I have yet to hear you guys' review of the last episode. (laughs) Hashtag no shade. Oh, Uh, yeah, right, Alex. Hashtag I don't believe your ass. (laughs) (laughs) But like a good soldier, we push on through somehow. Here Mm -hmm. we go. Marine. First off, Danny, I don't think I want to hear any motherly advice from you. You still got those dragons locked up for doing nothing. I know. At least she brought meat sandwiches this time. <laughs> also, Lionel Richie, a.k.a. Hisdar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He do kind of look like Lionel Richie, though. Is not going to make it to the wedding. If this Dario has any chance of gaining respect in my book, he'll, he will need to clip that dude. Yeah, he need to. Yeah, he need to. Castle something. Black. Well, it seems like the Night's Watchmen are not so down for hashtag not all wildlings. Yep. It's a tough sell, but as soon as I realized that if the White Walkers kill the wildlings, we will have to deal with an undead wildling army. Yep. I think I can vote yes on Prop 15. Yeah. Suck it up, Ollie. That's exactly true. Also, I really hope Stannis wins at Winterfell, but you know what, you know what show this is? I just have a bad feel, feeling about the upcoming battle. <clears throat> well... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be nasty. I think Santa's can win because he's got the Red Witch doing whatever fucking power she's going to do. Winterfell. All of the Boltons need to die, which means they won't probably. Sigh. Wake up, Theon. The North remembers. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Valeria. Tyrion and Jorah. It's a shame that Jorah caught the Hepatitis G. At least there will be no more punching Tyrion in the face. Laugh out loud. But seriously, why go through the dangerous, mysterious place with all that ocean to go around it? I think Jorah wouldn't have had a problem with pirates 
on that little ass Somalian pirate boat. Now Tyrion, <laughs> now Tyrion won't get to Marine till the end of the season, just like Morgan, just like Morgan. Yeah, yep. on the walk again. Yep. Oh well, can't wait till next episode when Grandma Tyrell steps on the mic. Cersei versus Elena. I think I'd buy a ticket to that battle. Valar Morgulis says this. Alex the tax man. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Alex, for that email. Thank you. Oh, that was funny. Okay, our next email is from, it says someone. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I love this podcast. With every episode, it gets better and better. And it's signed someone, so. You mean they actually spelled someone? Someone. S-O-M-E-O-N-E. Mm. Thank you, someone. Thank you, someone. They trying to be clever. Clever. Mm. Wasn't, that, wasn't that clever? Okay, yeah. Okay. Wasn't that clever? <laughs> Okay, um, our next email is from Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, sisters in the Sister Speak universe. I originally wanted to talk about last week's Game of Thrones episode. However, I feel like we need to address something that we all know but rarely speak about, possibly due to the fact that we fear for the safety of ourselves and loved ones. But I'm feeling bold, so I'll step up and say it. Here we go. I've always wondered what the K and J in your name stand for. But I think I can say with a high level of confidence that I know that the J in Sister J stands for the jig which will be up if you ever cross her. <laughs> That's it. Sister J showed us her obscene levels of gangsta last week during that Mayweather combo you two had. Did you hear how casually she stated, more than once, mind you, that she'd bust a cap in Mayweather's ass? <laughs> no, that was Sister K. Was it? Yeah, because I like Mayweather. No. And my favorite line, oh. he's got to go to sleep at some point. Oh, well, we talking about, yeah, you were talking about beating him. him. I didn't say that. You said that. Yeah. I wouldn't bust a cap in his ass if he tried to hit me. I was laughing so hard that little baby <laughs> Jesus had to come save me <laughs> because I couldn't breathe. <laughs> well, think about it, though. They got to sleep sometime. I mean, who says something that hard so casually like that? <laughs> I know who, a fucking gangster. <laughs> Y'all keep testing Gangster J with bad grammar, long-ass emails, and bad iTunes reviews if you want to. She will snuff your little ashy ass out. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> also, I have to admit, and the first time I typed this email out, my computer did some weird-ass thing <laughs> where as I was typing, it highlighted the whole body of my email and deleted it. Is oh. that you, Gangster Jay? <laughs> Are you on to me? <laughs> and I was in Dallas this week on business. Did uh -oh. you see me? Uh-oh. Wait, what was that sound? Shit, now I gotta turn <laughs> off this laptop and burn it. <laughs> Pray for me, y'all. Marla, I love you. Bye. Find the late Dave, former hub of Marla, former uh, keeper of the realm of Northern Cali, possible victim of Gangsta J. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Hey, Marla. Hi, Marla. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's funny. <sighs> Sister J. Well, but you know, hey, hey you know what? I, I'll hey, get you. I'd be practical. Why expend uh, a uh, whole lot of energy when all you got to do is wait till the fool who, who think he gonna step to you go to sleep, tie his ass up, and oh, hot grits. Oh, and you know what? 
baseball bat, hot water, whatever. Mm-hmm. He'd be suffering. He would. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next email is from <laughs> Chicago Kevin. Hey, Chicago Kevin. Hey, sisters. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. Ooh, welcome. welcome. I do enjoy listening to many different Game of Thrones podcasts, but yours is the only podcast I've ever... Excuse me. Yours is the only podcast I've listened to every single episode multiple times. Woo! Great show. Thank you. Thank you. All right, real quick. Sister J and Kay have been talking about Jon Snow and whether he was a Stark or not. Well, they were talking an awful lot about Rhaegar Targaryen lately. Yeah. And how Stannis said Ned having a bastard wasn't like him. Mm-hmm. And the story about Rhaegar and Ned's sister, Lyanna... So I think if there is a twist in the story on John's parents, it's that his parents are Rhaegar and Lyanna, so he's both a Stark and Targaryen, Yep. meaning Ned was his uncle and Daenerys is his aunt. Yep. She's Rhaegar's sister. Yep. Yep. And it makes sense because Robert Baratheon hated Targaryens, so Ned made up a story when Lyanna died that John was to protect John... Uh, Story. Oh Lord! So Ned made up the story. A story that was to protect John. That was to protect John from Robert, who was in love with Lyanna and mistakenly thought Rhaegar kidnapped her, but they actually ran off together. Yep. Or maybe he did capture, kidnap her, but either way, John is both a Stark and Targaryen. Chicago Kevin. Thank you, Chicago Thank Kevin. You, Chicago Kevin. And I agree too, because yeah, it was quite obvious that Robert Baratheon, that uh, he and Ned both. Th- assumed that Rhaegar kidnapped uh, Lyanna, but I don't well, think that's the case. I don't know that Ned thought that, but Robert thought that. Well, so that's true. You know, I don't know what Ned thought, but anyway, thank you, Chicago. Thank Kev. you, Gavin. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Tammy. Oh, hey, Tammy. Hey, Tammy. Let's play that now. Hey, sisters and the Sister Speak family. This is Tammy. Um, I watched the episode late, actually. I just watched it um, Saturday night, like a whole week after it was aired. Because um, I'm late. But uh, I don't know where the story's going. I'm confused. I'm not, you know, that swift half the time. But why is Danny uh, torturing up, to- well, torching up the, the leaders of the city? What does that have to do with the Sons of the Harpies? Maybe she... I don't know. What's weird? Why does she need to marry that one dude? She keeps him chained up in a dungeon, and then she's like, I'll marry you. Whatever. I don't know where her story is going, and it kills me. And why are those two dragons, Viserion and Rhaegal, still locked up while Drogon's flying past Valeria? That is just ridiculous. Why are they still chained up? Why? Okay, and I don't... I'm annoyed with Jorah's whole storyline because... We're supposed to care that he's turning into, uh, you know, he's got gray skull, grayscale, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> why do we? Why do we need to care? Um, I said to my husband, I'm like, oh, well, he's going to turn into one of those, uh, you know, those those stone men. It's not going to make much difference because, well, it wouldn't make much difference because his acting is so uh, wooden and stone like that. I wouldn't tell the difference anyway. Uh, I just don't know what to say. It's just, it was a good episode, and Shireen is so cute, and I loved the scene with her in Davos. But after that, I was like, okay, I'm kind of frustrated. But the one good thing, Grey Worm is still alive, and that's all that matters to me at this point. All right, sisters, see ya. Bye. 
Well, thank you, Tammy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Tammy. Hey, Andreas. Yes, hey, Andreas. How you doing? <laughs> we need to hear from you, Andreas, at yeah. least before the season is over. Yeah. And, you know, Tammy, I feel the same way about all the Daenerys scenes. I, I don't even understand what they're doing. I don't either. And so they must be trying to demonstrate her little insane shit. Like the Mad King, because she's making some stupid shit. Something. I don't know. I mean, why would they you... need to let us in on what's going on a little bit yeah. if there is some ulterior motive to That the whole, whole thing. marriage thing is just, like, stupid. I mean, it's just... And it came all out the blue. Yep. All out the blue. I mean, dang, she already sleeping with Dario, so it can't be she's lonely. No. It's I don't just, get it. I think it's just a marriage to, to form an, a family. I don't fucking know. If if that mm. was the case, she would have done better to do that with, um, uh, well, see, and I think, now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it, what if she's doing it because she knows, which is why she burned one of them up, that the leaders, one of the leaders or somebody in that group is doing something. She knows it's one of the slave mm-hmm. owners that are doing it. It's not the slaves doing it. Well, I... So I guess she's thinking, well, hey, if I take one of the slave owner people, the heads of the great families, into our alliance here, then maybe they'll quit all the Sons of the Harpy shit because they'll feel like they have a foothold in the government well, or the see, whatever. I don't like the fact that he, because I, I don't think he's trustworthy anyway. No, he is. And he's going to be privy to all the information. I know. Yeah. Well, hopefully she'll send his ass out the room when she's talking business. Yeah, well, mm. Hopefully he has his own chamber somewhere across the castle. <laughs> hey, if it was me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and our last email of the day. Woohoo! Woohoo! Is from Abraham. Hey, Abraham. Hey, Abraham. What's going on, sisters? I wonder if Masande took a peek while Grey Worm was sleeping. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> you better believe she did. She, she did. She should have. He, he did. He just might want to fall asleep with her like he did with his mama. Oh, What? Like he did with his mama? Mm. I don't know what that means, Abraham. Was that the reason why we had all that talk about Grayscale? Just to have a reason for Jorah to get it? So what? They could have just killed him off. Seemed like a weird diversion through Valeria to me. Unless they're setting up something else for the future. Probably setting up something else for the I future. I think they're setting up something else. They need to get Danny already get to Danny already. Where are my dragons? Anyway, the next episode looks awesome. I can't wait. Abraham from Oceanside, California. Thank you, Abraham. Thank you, Abraham. And I don't know. I don't I don't I, well, don't, I don't know where they're going. I'm they? guessing that there's a reason they're going through there. And it had to be that Jorah got that shit. And we'll see how long. I still think it ain't going to be if they get to her until the end of the season. Yeah, probably not. So it's just a diversion to kind of let all this other shit happen. And then they get there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and you know, before that was our last email. But let me just um, bring up. We had a PS to an email that Lucy sent us uh, last week that I missed. And it was basically, um, let me just read it. It was a PS to her email. And it says, sorry I forgot to mention this, but while we appreciate the invitation to join the Facebook group, and it sounds like fun, 
Please don't nag or read specific folks to join if they are resistant. <laughs> Not everyone wants to share their lives with being on Facebook, and it is a huge hassle to belong for a few interests like this. Don't read this on the podcast. If you're offended, it's just my opinion. Thanks again, Lucy from Des Moines. Well, Lucy, we're not offended at all. No. And actually, I was really surprised because I didn't think we that we were being too forceful, but we, we are kind of, you know, for, assertive. In, yeah, assertive a, a individuals. So it was a great <laughs> it was a great call out because I don't realize yeah. that, you know, we have been mentioning it a lot. We do mention it. We have been mentioning it in the group and on the Facebook. But we don't page. mean to so, we don't mean to harass or chastise anyone for not joining the Facebook group because some no. people don't join Facebook. Yes, which we did talk about a little bit in the last episode. Right. We do understand there are people that are really opposed to Facebook. They don't mm-hmm. even want to get on it and get it, all that shit started. But there might be some and people so, who are on Facebook, but they just don't want to join the group, and that's fine, too. Yep, that is totally fine. I so. mean, you know, we make comments and stuff, but hey. We black girls. Yeah, we're going to do that. But we don't mean it to be, you know, forceful or nothing. All I was going to say is if y'all feel like we're harassing you, please know that we're not. We just find it fun and it's great to be able to chit chat with people. But there's other ways that you can talk with us and communicate, which I will tell you now. Okay. (laughs) Do do your thing, Sister K. You can, for the next week's podcast, send us an email at sisterspeak at gmail.com or leave a comment on our Facebook, on our website, which is sisterspeakpodcast.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or use our SpeakPipe app, which you can find a link to on our website or go to speakpipe.com slash sisterspeak. Uh, you can also contact us on Twitter at underscore Sister J, underscore Sister K, and at Sister Speak Cast, C-A-S-T. Uh, we are also on Google Plus and Facebook at facebook.com slash Sister Speak Podcast. And if you are so inclined to join our group, it is <laughs> facebook.com slash groups slash Sister Speak Nation. <laughs> what? I want to try to be funny, Hey, hey, I'm fine. All right. All right. Well, thank y'all so much. Thank you, Sister J. Okay. That is all for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. Thalar Morghulis. All men must die. No one lives forever. And that's why, to keep the family growing strong, don't let your voicemail get too long. Old school, new school, no exception. A long-ass email gets a bad reception. So keep it moving. Keep it short and sweet, like Sister J and the wine she drinks. Now, this is serious. It's no joke. The sisters really mean it when they read us, folks. Sister K produces like a professional, but she is not running a throne's confessional. So if you're brand new, she may say it nice, but she might get salty if you are long-ass It's a labor of love from week to week. So sit back, relax, and let the sisters speak.